0: Welcome, welcome everybody, how's everybody doing out there? Hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful Friday. Happy uh, Friday. Mm. Let me just finish a little, last little drop of my uh, my coffee here. Look at this, my friend brought brought this back from uh, Guadalajara. He was out there visiting. Uh, Guanajuato, sorry, my bad. I need to my stace right. But anyways, look at that. today's episode you know we're you know we got a lot of celebrating to do number one as you guys can see from the map we're green it's good to go especially here locally which was a, a you know crap show you know to say the least you know things are way better now and uh we moved along you know and uh here we are you know as i see my brother and my friends out in other parts of the world uh, unfortunately uh, locking down even further and all that other stuff you know here we are in mexico basically i mean barely i mean we're enjoying the beach so um, let me give a quick shout out to amputee adventures pedro bill steve blueberry loretta how's it going she's out there enjoying she in fact you know we got loretta out there. You know what, I don't want to shout out where she is. She's out there in another part of Mexico. Anyways, uh, but she out there, you know, basically on the beach, you know what I mean, as well. Um, enjoying it, loving life. And uh, shout out to everybody, Rod, you know, and all you guys. Thank you, thank you. And everybody else is out there just hanging out there, um, you know, and, in the shadows. You know, welcome. Welcome to the show. So in today's episode, you know, more than anything else, uh, we're going to just, uh, I guess, answer questions. You know And I mean, uh, hopefully you guys have questions. Um, I got a question for you, maybe you guys want to answer it, maybe you guys already did, but I I asked it in the YouTube, if you're watching it on YouTube, you get to, you know, be part of the poll here, um, but I asked a question, what is your favorite kind of tortilla, you know, is it corn or flour? Or, uh, or, or espanol, I was supposed to have a sound effect there, what happened? Bruh. There you go. (laughs) Appropriate, appropriate to be late, but anyways, so. You know, my favorite is Española, actually. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever had one of those. Uh, I would su- highly suggest you try one. It's not Mexican, but it is my favorite kind of tortilla. Um, so that's why if you see a vote for that, that's that's me. That's me. All right. Okay. Um, but um, second favorite would be flour. I like flour. Yeah, I know. Sacrilege, right? Um, and then third favorite, distant third, corn. Now... You know, in fact, let's uh, let's start getting controversial, man. Let's start getting controversial out there right off the bat. Um, a lot of people out there, a lot of Mexicans. All right, let me uh, let me you know get a specific here. But a lot of Mexicans out there, they you know are pretty much they they all took a vote, just like um, just like I had there. They all had a poll, a vote, and uh, you know to see who had the, the worst and the best tortillas in Mexico. And honestly, look, I don't know who the best are. I'm going to probably go with Oaxaca because, you know, Oaxaca is basically the best food in all of Mexico. I know, I know. There's a lot of people that would say their region is best. And again, you know, I'm here to, you know, to try, you know, all regions. But anywho, um, long story short, there's a lot of foreigners that are moving to Merida. Mexico, specifically here in Merida, and the foreigners are not just people like you guys that speak English, you know, coming from the US, Canada, Australia, Europe, no, 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 there's a lot of Mexican foreigners also living out here, and uh, one of the main, one of the main, uh, uh, what is it, I was gonna say, quejas, was it? the main complaints that the Mexicans have about out here, at uh, this region, is that the corn tortillas are the worst, the corn tortillas suck, the tortillas suck, and by the way, I'm not going to lie. They kind of do. You know what I mean? I'm not a fan of the corn tortillas out here. In fact, whenever I do find a good corn tortilla here in Merida, wow, I'm like, oh, shit, damn. You know what I mean? Like, where the hell did you come from? You know what I mean? And uh, I take a bunch home with me. Um, But yeah, very rare. Very rare to find good corn tortillas here. I don't know why. There's a lot of theories as to why. I have no idea. No clue. But at the end of the day, flour tortillas can't go wrong with flour tortillas. You know, I'm I'm a fan, and a lot of people out there just have no idea about um, tortillas. You know, what I mean, uh, thinking that all tortillas in Mexico are corn, when the reality is, is that depending on the region, depending on what they eat the most. And in fact, the more north you go in Mexico, the northern the northern part of Mexico, they um and en- they actually enjoy flour tortillas over corn, and then the further south, I think that's corn, but I don't know, what the hell, but anyways, like I said, tortilla española is my favorita, and then, uh, and then corn, I mean, and then flour, and then flour, and then corn is distant third, all right, let's, uh, I see some questions out there, I see a question mark there, there you go, Bruce, Bruce coming in, you know, with the question that I'm sure you know, everyone already knows the answer to, but he wants to ask it, so we're going to answer it, because that's what we do here, so the question is, what is the best gentleman's club in Merida, I have no idea, honestly, I don't know, but I do know that there are a bunch of gentlemen's clubs out here, and they have them, you know, for those out there that, for whatever reason, cannot get a date, or cannot, you know, get a girl's phone number, which, again, I look, when I was living in the U.S., I'm not going to lie, I've been to a bunch. I'm from Miami, man. We have some of the best strip clubs in the freaking world, okay? Trust me. I've been to strip clubs all over, and they all suck. In fact, the only place that had really amazing strip clubs is Portland, Oregon. So Miami, Portland, Oregon, kind of tied, depending on what you're looking for there. But anywho, outside of those two places, you know, they kind of suck in the U.S., all right? But anyways... So, yes, Las Vegas, I've been everywhere, bro. Trust me. You can't beat Miami or Portland, all right? Depending on what you're looking for. Each one is a little different. But anyways, you're talking about Merida. Okay, I don't know. You know why I don't know? Because, honestly, when I first got here, um, I was immediately dating. I mean, you can go back to my videos, you know, all the way back to the beginning. When I first started doing videos on on when I moved out here, when I literally moved out here. And, come on, you know what I mean? A few, a few uh, videos in, I was already at the beach you know with the date and stuff like that so i really did not waste any time out here because it was just so much easier to you know i don't know meet women out here and meet people out here that just i never had the need to even go to a strip club you know what i mean so to me honestly i know there's a lot of people out there that do go to them you know because they're out there in fact they're called puteros you know all right um i can we can go a little further fuck it let's discuss these things since nobody talks about these things here might as well great great question we know great let's get started all right so again this is a controversial topic controversial everything but prostitution is also legal here okay so you got to just you know know that in fact pimps that is the only illegal aspect To the whole thing, but um, everything like prostitution, um, you know, gentlemen's clubs, all that is uh, is uh, you know legal, and you know they have them all over the place. But since it's legal, it's not really that much fun. And since you know the culture out here is so different, it's very rare that you need to go one. Now, look, I got friends of mine that do go to them, and you know there are it's it's a little different. You basically go to one of these places, a girl will ask you to buy her a drink, and before you know it. If you're not paying a, an exorbitant amount of money for that drink, the bouncer is going to have a problem with you, all right? And again, you know, the, the bouncer in the club, they have all the legal, you know, whatever to do whatever to, to you, all right? So just, you know, to me, I never went to one. I stayed away from them because what? why go to one? Why go to one? You get what I'm saying? Why go to one? So this is my opinion, my, you know, my whole, you know, um, what is it like? Yeah, my opinion on that topic. Uh, so I don't know what the best gentleman's club is out here, but maybe other people might know. In fact, Amputee Adventures lives in Medina. He, he did not know that there are gentlemen's clubs out here. Maybe you can get together with him, go to one, film a video. By the way, Amputee Adventures not only lives out here, he also has a channel talking about living in Merida. And, and in fact, I think a lot of you guys might enjoy his channel because, uh, you know, he speaks more from a older perspective you know shout out to you i mean they're gonna find out anyway once i see your channel <laughs> but anyways um shout out to you and uh, but yeah man you know what i mean like a lot of people have a lot of questions you know like hey can i get around in a wheelchair can i get around in this can i get around in that check out his channel oh my god shout out to peggy for the ten dollar super chat shout out to mm i have no idea who you are but thank you thank you thank you for the fifty dollars look at that Oh my god. Look at that. We're we're kicking ass today. We're we're out here. We're doing it. Hold on. We got I got to give you a special uh little sound effect for that, man. <laughs> Hold on. Where's uh See, look, and just me looking for the sound effect is uh probably hopefully worth it. <laughs> what is Where is the sound? There it is. Sorry. Oh. In fact, it, I got to do it a couple times. Oh. One more. One more. This is the third time's a charm, right? Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Marlon. Thank you, Marlene. Marlene or Marlin, Who are? Thank you, thank you. Muchas gracias. Much appreciated. And again, shout out to Peggy as well. Thank you so much. And shout out to everyone out there watching, hanging out today. I appreciate it. I'm sure I'm also getting a few, yes, shout out out there as well, you know, to all the donations coming in from everywhere. All right. But anywho, yeah, you know what I mean? I mean? I had no idea that that topic was going to be so... Uh, You know that you guys were actually going to enjoy it. I was actually trying to get through it as quickly as possible because I didn't think you guys would actually be that interested. (laughs) Oh, thanks for setting us up with Stephanie and Joseph. Oh, no problem, no problem. Thank you very. I'm glad. I'm glad I could help. In fact, I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of you guys I have helped. You know, um, you know, move out here or get you know settled in out here. And again not me personally, but my team, because again, you know, for anyone that doesn't know, I'm, I'm as, as I am as hands off as possible, don't get me started, we're going to be talking about that more in the future with all that, but at the end of the day, you already know, I set this whole channel up, I set this whole thing up, you know, to help you guys, you know, as much as possible, not just to move out here to Merida, but to move to Mexico, period, and, uh, like i said you know what i mean there's um you know I, I have set it up here let me uh let's get into it real quick here's my website in case you guys have not been to it yet um but all you gotta do is click on the free media services there and uh you know most of the services that i offer are there you know what i mean either they're free or you can get in contact directly with the people again there's no middleman i'm not getting a cut i'm not getting anything so you know again I'm just, I'm just trying to be hands off. I just want to make some videos, help you guys out, and in turn, you know, other people that have shown me love, they get they get love in return. And then here you go. But anyways, my favorite dentist. You guys can come check him out. My favorite eye doctor where I get my glasses. You guys can check him out. My immigration lawyer. I'm gonna check him out. I'm gonna see if I can add more people there since you know we have a lot. You know what I mean? And the poor guy is getting too much at one time here. We got personal assistant Stephanie um then my lean was at what's was talking about right there in the chat um real estate you know for anyone out there you know looking you know to buy or rent or whatever by the way if you're looking to rent or buy gotta go get some sweets it's that time of day but anyways if you guys are out there basically looking for real estate you know what i mean here is the place by the way I, hold on real quick guys i gotta stop the chat monedita de plata hey brother the reason i haven't reached out to you i haven't even read the comment yet but the reason i haven't reached out to you yet is because i've heard, i've been looking into that non-stop and still nothing still nothing so no tenemos nada no i mean no no news on the laws and no news on on all that stuff that we were talking about business-wise okay um so sorry you know what i mean so far nada no se puede hacer nada for now so you know hopefully going forward you know we can uh, get that rectified going starting next year with all that business stuff that you were talking about um let me now let me read the comment Esa playa que tienes de un pantalla, esta de Mérida. Saludos, saludos. No, actually, I don't know. I, I, it's, I think it's somewhere in Mexico. It's Tropical Beach View. Not sure if it's Mexico or not. Who knows? This, this could be in the middle of, like, the Pacific Islands or whatever. But let's just say it's uh, Progreso. <laughs> let's just say it's Cancun, okay? But anyways, shout out to you, Monelita, bro. For reals, man, all right? I, I'm, I think about you all the time. And, like, I haven't even sent you an email because I know how you are with all that. And... You know what I mean? Again, I, I want you to get the message. Thank you for being here. So that way I can directly let you know what's up. But anyways, as soon as I know, I will definitely be reaching out to you, man. Trust me, all right? Ya tu sabes. Anyways. Um What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, so like, you know, I've said it many times before. I have videos dedicated to this. In fact, that's one of the videos Um, you can click on this video. And in that video, i give you a walkthrough on how to use these websites and uh, not just how to use them, but for you to find the real estate yourself. And then once you get the places that you want, all you got to do is reach out to Stephanie. And then Stephanie will help you link up, you know, assuming that you don't do it yourself. You can do it yourself, you know. Um, but if you need that extra help, if you don't speak Spanish, you know, you're not in tune with how things are done out here, anything like that. That's, you know, Stephanie can help you out. She's, you know, she can be your personal assistant um, and she can make sure to, you know, talk to everybody, um, get the appointments, um, take you to the appointments, you know, help with the translating, help with the contract, help with everything you need in order to get you um, in your home. Okay. Uh, renting. This is more, mostly for renting. Okay. Mostly for renting, but she can help with the buying. But again, if you're going to be buying, I highly suggest that you, you know, go with the real estate agents, you know, many um, Medina living uh, real estate is one of the best out here in the whole area. So I highly suggest you check them out. I got videos. Most of you guys already know. Some of you guys don't you know talking about this and how you can do it all yourself and then that's it you know so you know i've been doing some updates to the website you know i got like all these lists i made a few video a few uh, extra playlists on like you know mexico medic that like medical information you got that you know you got um you know cost of living this is from the older older channel um and then my favorite videos and um favorite places and all that good stuff oh thank you very much thank you bruce for the one dollar thank you very much by the way that one dollar i can buy many things with out here so thank you all right probably end up buying a coke so anyways but yeah shout out again to marlin marlene shout out to bruce shout out to i know somebody else left me uh, with peggy shout out to peggy out there hanging in the shadows and stuff all right so but yeah guys seriously check out uh, mpt adventures he's a good friend of mine in fact we've known each other for a long time just from youtube i had nothing by the way happy 420 to everybody out there um, but, uh, uh, you know, I just know him from other things, you know what I mean? Uh, happy fact, happy 420, you know, this is, a. let's just pretend that that's what that is in here. This is a tobacco products, wink, wink. Anyways, but as I was saying, um, I've known MPT for a long time. We've actually known each other from just YouTube, you know what I mean? And so know him personally. And then, yeah, you know, he did, he started to do what I did when I moved out here, which was, again, record and um you know uh what does it talk about his experiences you know coming out here and and going through all the you know uh pain and struggles and all that shit and all the good stuff you know he has a restaurant review page on facebook and and all this other stuff so definitely check him out shout out to david out there look at that everybody everybody light up you already know we are here doing things so again shout out to everyone out there i really appreciate you guys you know uh for showing up here making it out here we're just out here you know honestly tonight you know i don't really have a topic per se to talk about because the reality is is that man you know the one if there is a topic if there is a topic to talk about which is going to be this and that would be the fact that mexico is open we're back to business 100 percent so you know, by the way, even all the way this orange section with which is Baja, you know, we got some friends out there in Baja. And trust me, they report back to me and no one's wearing a mask. No one's doing anything. So the whole everything, you know, all of Mexico is open. And so a lot of you guys are probably asking, you know, out here when you come to, Med- to the Yucatan, which is down here, this little region. Um, A lot of you guys, when you see the videos that I make and you see some of the content that other people make about this area, you see that a lot of people are still wearing masks. And all that good stuff. Well, the reality is, again, this is a free country. Is what I keep telling everybody. It's a free country, so you can do whatever you want. Wear it or not wear it. Comply or not comply. It's up to you. You know. But at the end of the day, even here in one, the Yucatan, which I would say would be like the California of the of Mexico, only due to the. You know, the, the politics and the restrictions and all that stuff. But anyways, long story short, even here, it's already getting to almost Florida. You get what I'm saying? Where people are already like, whatever, man. It's already it's already um, run its course. And so, yeah, you know what I mean? So a lot, that's valuable to a lot of people. A lot of people like me, for example, and I know a lot of you guys in which, you know, you guys, you know, want to live out here and, uh, you know, be free. You know, just free. You know, uh, free to be left to hell alone you know, um, so that's it, so Marlin, 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 just like Miami Marlins, oh, that's right, Miami Marlins, ah, <laughs> we will be there January 4th, yeah, no worries, yeah, Marlin, you already know what's up, just reach out to me, and I'll put you in contact, all right, so just literally reach out to me, and I'll put you in contact with the right people, I can't put that information on the website, <laughs> But you guys can figure it out. Again, just reach out to me, and I got you, okay? Um, But, again, uh, let me know uh, at least a few days' anticipation is what I tell people. Man, because so many people literally get off the plane, and as they're, uh, you know, getting off the plane, like, hey, I'm here. You know, I'm like, I don't even, what, huh, who? (laughs) So. (laughs) <laughs> Just at least give me a few days ahead of time. I already know who you are, trust me, because again, you know, um you left a fat donation number one and you've already worked <laughs> you've already worked with Stephanie and Joseph and, and all that good stuff. So yeah, for sure, man. Just hit me up and I got you. Bruh. Alright? All right. All right. So but yeah, guys, you know, out here, you know, it's it's, it's wide open. Everything's open. You know, um, like, you know, there's a lot of things that were put in place out here in this area, just like in other parts of Mexico, you know, where, you know, they got like those uh, plastic uh, dividers. They're gone. You know, they got a lot of the, the signage. It's gone. A lot of the stuff, basically all of that stuff that, you know, was part of the the pandemic, you know, it's it's gone, you know. So that tells you straight up that they're not going to bring it back. Trust me, all this costs money. Mexico's a different place. The politicians are just looking to you know, comply with the bare minimum and then put the rest of that money in their pocket. So if they needed to comply with all this crazy stuff going forward, trust me, they weren't going to get rid of any of that stuff, all right? They were going to keep it, maybe wash it, clean it, let it, you know, keep it there. Um, but since they're getting rid of a lot of that stuff, you already know it's gone, you know what I mean? It is done, you know what I mean? So because they're not going to spend any more money on on, on the stuff, you get what I'm saying, that they just threw away, if you know anything about Mexico, nothing gets thrown away, you might, you know, they might, someone, you might throw something away, but somebody's gonna pick it up and recycle it, you know what I mean, and make it into something else, whatever it is, all right, so, (laughs) don't worry about that, oh, David says, I want to go to a gentleman's club with no mask, oh, you should be fine, actually, again, because, um, in order to go to any place, you just need the mask in order to, Again, it's just to satisfy some dumbass, you know, rules and uh, and satisfy a few people. But long story short, you just put it on real quick till you get to your table or you get to your seating area. Once you're there, you can take it off. That's it. So, you know what I mean? Like, basically, you know, as, as you get walked to your seating area in the gentleman's club, you know, once you're seated and, uh, you know, you can take it off right before she puts your you know, her tits in your face. All right? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Oh man, geez. I know I'm uh Bruh. Anyways, okay. Let me see if there's any questions. So David said David lives out here as well, by the way. Good friend. David, he's uh he's appeared in David and Rebecca. They have appeared in many videos uh <laughs> with us. <laughs> They're uh, shout out to you, brother. Anyways, um he went said he went to the, he went to the hardware store the other day. Nobody's wearing a mask. I have contractors in my house. Nobody's wearing a mask. So, yeah. So, basically, a lot of the people that are complying is either A, because they're scared, which is very few left, um, or B, they just got to comply because of all the government, you know, mandates and they're going to get in trouble and uh, get a fine or whatever. But since all that's gone... Well, that's it. You know, what I mean, people can go back to normal. You know, I don't wear. Look, how about this? I don't even wear the mask in my in the Uber anymore. I don't wear a mask in the Uber. I don't do anything like that. In fact, that's it. We're done. We're done. As far as I'm concerned, we're done. You know, we're done. And in fact, it's kind of crazy seeing, um, see <laughs> yeah, Just as he daves a question there. In fact, it's funny seeing you know uh, so many people around the world right now. They're going into more lockdowns and they're going into more you know uh, all that shit. I'm like, bro, are you? That's so crazy out here dude are you kidding me man it is we are locked and loaded in fact they're already making announcements where you know we're gonna have full-blown concerts and fairs and events in fact we we, you know all opening up by january in fact right now um there's a giant convention a tourist convention you know like a, a convention at the convention center come on you know so we're good man you know we're we're thank god thank god you know so amen to that dave asks where do babies come from they come from the stork, man. Don't you know? They come from the from that uh, that that the stork guy, right? That that bird that brings them. By the way, is that even a story that people uh tell kids anymore? Is that even a thing anymore? So, all right, let's see. My Mexican consulate has no apartments right now. Maybe in December or January as soon as I get one, I will need Stephanie and others for help. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, so, um, you know, once, uh, you know, again, Stephanie is there for all kinds of stuff. If you if you go to the Mexican consulate in your country and you get all the paperwork done and you just need to, you know, to go to immigration to get your actual, you know, um, identification um, and paperwork, you can do that on your own. But if you still need somebody to do to go with you, again, yeah, Stephanie is perfect. You don't need a lawyer for anything like that. You can just go with Stephanie or whatever, um, or anyone that speaks Spanish, because it's just basically the go present your paperwork and then they give you your ID and you're good to go, or whatever. You know, it's something like that. In fact, you can ask Blueberry because Blueberry just went through that right now. You can probably reach out to her. Um, she's on Facebook and all that stuff. And uh, that's the thing. I, I've made a community um, on Facebook and 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 all within this this whole thing here, so that we. We can all communicate and talk together and um help each other out because you know for example i got my residency completely different i got it because when i married christian i got it through the family structure situation um but a lot of you guys you know you guys get it for you know you guys get it through different means and different ways and uh for a lot of you guys that are you know you get your paperwork done in in the mexican consulate outside of the mexican outside of mexico the country um you know, there's a whole process for that, and I don't know what that process is, um, but other people do, you know what I mean? So you can definitely reach out to them and see what's up. By the way, oh, look at that. Congratulations, 100 messages received already. Wow, we've only, we're have only we not even 30 minutes in. How about that? Um, shout out to all you guys. Thank you. And shout out to all the thumbs-ups. And by the way, how weird is it to see YouTube, how weird is it that, that, you know, we're seeing YouTube right now without the dislike button? I'm so used to seeing, like, so many dislikes, you know? There's so many people that hate me for whatever reason. Um, but no more, no more. So no more no more dislikes on all my videos because I got a lot of videos out there that have, like, a lot of dislikes. For what, I don't know, who would, who would not like this this face, all right? This is a face only a mother could love, right? I got a face made for radio, as they like to say. But anyways, <laughs> Hold on. anyways, but yeah, yeah so uh, what was I going to say? Um, Bruh. I forgot what I was going to say. But anyways, yes. All right, next question. All right, let's go to the questions. Sarah, Sarah Arnold says, question, I want to bring a classic car to drive down there. Will it attract the wrong attention? Should I leave it in north of the border? No. I, not, honestly, no. Look, I don't. I don't know personally if it's gonna. Well, okay. Let me let me answer that. Let me answer that question in parts, because I don't know how exactly what you mean. So, is it gonna attract the wrong attention while living in Merida? Probably not. Most likely, no. You're gonna be fine. All right. Um, will it bring the wrong attention as you're driving down? maybe a little bit but you'll be fine because again you're driving down you know you're when you're stopping um you're going to be stopping in motels that basically have a covering for your car and nobody's ever going to even see that car parked anywhere for the most part for too long so you're going to be safe coming down all the way to Medina. so not really. In fact, I, I do see people with very nice cars out here. I'm seeing pe- I'm seeing like even Lamborghinis. I'm seeing all kinds of shit. Like I keep saying, this is a place with money, just like Miami. And as this place grows, you're gonna see that okay you're going to be seeing even more money coming out here so as a matter of fact bringing your car out here your classic car that would be fucking phenomenal man you know what i mean i think this is, i see a lot of classic cars out here now obviously granted not as much as you would see in certain parts of the u.s like let's say la miami where you see classic cars all over the place and in other parts of the u.s but out here i have seen them and they do have certain cars you know that are highly coveted when it comes to things like that so um yeah yeah you'll be fine man you'll be fine i, I wouldn't i wouldn't you know but again if it's a very 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 valuable car i would not leave that car parked on the street you know you gotta be kind of you know don't do that so make sure that when you're bringing it down here and you're gonna have a home that you have some sort of uh, housing all right, for your car, all right, maybe, it doesn't have to be a garage, but at least, you know, some, some, a way that you can get it in your house, you know what I mean, and that it's safe in your house, you'll be fine, you know what I mean, you'll be fine, I would not, I, I would not worry too much, now, the one worry I would have is the fact that it is, if it's an American car made in the U.S., well, all of the bull crap that comes with, uh, with, you know, bringing a car into Mexico, but I, I've heard um, very recently, that they're changing the laws on you know uh, you being able to bring a car from the U.S. into Mexico and keeping it in Mexico. Okay, so I, I would look into it if I were you, but I mean I, I wouldn't I wouldn't worry too much. If it's your baby, bring it, bring it. You'll be fine, man. Trust me. You'll you'll you will be um how do i say you will regret it you will feel bad you will feel like shit if you if you leave it behind and especially if it's you love it and it's your car and it's and all that stuff i get it so yeah no i, I would bring it down if i were you man i wouldn't you know i wouldn't sweat it if you don't want to drive it all the way down then yeah man just get yourself the appropriate um trailer housing for it and uh, you should be fine you should definitely be fine all right hope that answered that question along with uh, other questions all right um, let me see. Ah, MPT Adventure says the only robbers on the highway are the toll booths. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that's, that's, that's everywhere, though. But yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's 100%. Yes, uh, Yeah, I was looking for the. Man, I was looking for the sound effect to go along with that. I don't know where the hell I put it, though. Anyways, oh, there it is. Yeah. so let me see so so yeah I mean what's the best time of year in Merida, Mexico well it depends it depends you know what I mean it depends on many factors I don't know um, I can tell you what each you know each part of the year kind of consists of so basically let's start off with, uh, with summer so during the summer um, the city is at it's most empty because it is so hot that the, the people that live here well first of all it's summer vacation but on top of that it's so hot that the people say well fuck it you know what i mean let's just go to the beach and since the typical mexican here for the most part can afford either a a second home or a or afford to rent a home for vacation and all this stuff like taking a vacation spending time with the family all that stuff is very highly encouraged in this kind of uh you know, in this kind of, uh, you know, cultural environment, um, you know, summer is a good time because, I mean, for, again, depending on what you're looking for, but during the summer out here, it's empty, it's hot, the beach is at its best, um, you got the most sunlight, um, you have a lot of events, you know what I mean, that happen, you know, just throughout, you know, no matter what, um, and, um, you know, it's also the cheapest, it's also the cheapest because since it's the summer, most people, like, like, for example, if you're coming for, like, uh, the cold, a cold weather climate. Well, it's, it's warm, so why the hell are you going to come to Mexico when it's warm where you are? Um, most people that come here is during the winter. So now, you know, let's before we get to winter, let's go to fall. Fall is also a great time of year because it's the time of change, you know, the, the weather change. So right now, you know, you'll have days like today, which is nice and cool and dreary and kind of you know what I mean like it feels like it's gonna rain but it doesn't and then before you know it it's raining and then it can get hot and humid and then it gets cold and it's like it's a very bipolar type of the year time of year but it's good because most of the time it's cooling down as time is changing it's cooling down it's a great time to be here because it's the fall and it's it's again we're coming from 105 degree weather with like 100% humidity all the way down to like 75 degree weather to like 80% humidity Yeah, I know. It's still hot, but it's still warm, but it's great. You know what I mean? For people like me, it's cooling down. For other people, it's still warm. Now, winter. Winter, it gets cold, again, but as cold as it can get for for the tropics, all right? So, you know, you're going to get into like the 65 degree under on you know 65 degree weather type of thing you know you're not going to get any higher than 80 degrees during the day um you can go as low as 55 degrees um so you can actually save on power don't have to turn on the ac um you can just leave the windows open like i got now um and then uh the water heater you're definitely gonna need a water heater um people are like oh what do you need a water heater in hot weather for For the winter. Um, So you need a water heater. um, For this kind of. For for the fall. And the winter. All right. And uh, so you can take a hot shower. But other than that. It's perfect weather. You're good to go. And and this is the the best time of the year. That most people love it. I love it. Because it's cool. It's awesome. It's Christmas. It's that time of the year. I love it. I love it. I love it um it's also cooler than where i'm from which is miami which is always hot and just horrible i'm here it actually cools down you got cold um and so if you're coming from snow you're gonna love it out here but if you're coming from if you want really really warm weather during winter you might not be happy But I think, again, you know, for the most part, everyone's happy because most people that come out here during the winter, it's like 78 feet of snow where you're coming from. So no matter how cold it is here, it's hot. And so, yeah, it's perfect for me. I love it. And then spring. Not a fan of spring. I love spring because it's spring. You know what I mean? Yay! You know what I mean? We have all the you know, all the things that come with spring, everything's growing and everything's popping off and we got the flowers and the and the harvest. I mean, it wasn't and everything. Everything's just beautiful and wonderful and all this stuff. But it is the hottest time of the year, especially towards middle to late spring. Oh my God. It just gets, it, it just goes from really cold to like the hottest, like just unbearable. And then once it gets to summer, the heat gets bearable for whatever reason. And that's basically it. You know what I mean? So that's kind of like the whole year. For me, spring is kind of like the worst. You know, like March, April. Um, but after that, you're good. Uh, June, July is actually really good. August, great. You know what I mean? Um, September, awesome. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, once you start getting into October, October, you already, you know, November, December. I'm talking about like cold weather. But again, David is from, you know, the upper Great White North, All right, Not Canada, but up there. And um. And David says that the weather's perfect out now. That you go to the beach and the beach is wonderful. I go to the beach and I'm freezing my ass off. You know what I mean? So again, the same as Christian. Christian is right now, when she goes to sleep, she sleeps like she's like in an igloo or something. You know what I mean? Like, honey, come on, give me a break. It's not that cold. You know what I mean? It's like fucking 70 degrees. But to her, it might as well be negative 20. I mean, you know. So I hope that answered that question. Uh, and let me see let me see all right we got then we had some questions right I okay oh I, I, it feels like i i it seems like a lot of people answered your question there would you fly into cancun and save a hundred dollars or take a plane directly i would take the plane directly <laughs> fuck that it's only 100 bucks man come on you know what i mean like i would definitely go straight because you're gonna spend that money one way or the other and money is time and if you're gonna be landing in cancun paying for the bus and then spending over four hours to get here yeah no i would just pay the hundred bucks and just fly direct all right and then you know, you land in the airport and you're at your Airbnb within half an hour. All right? Give me a break. You know, so... I mean, that's what I would do. I think everybody answered your question, though. So, I think we're good there. Mastermind asked, uh, Hello, not sure if this question is related, but would you recommend going to college if I can live in Mexico? I'm Mexican. Oh, okay, okay. Skip college and make a living in this country. Well, the thing is, it's like... I, I mean... Don't look. I so let's you know, it doesn't matter where you're coming from, okay? But this is the way I see it only go to college if you go if you are going to have a career in which a college degree is needed. So, if you're going to be a doctor, if you're going to be a lawyer, if you're going to be anything like that that you need to go to college for, yeah, go to college. But if you're going to go to college just to get a um, you know, what is it, a, hu- a humanitarian, what is it, oh, wait, wait. a humanitarian, a uh, humanities degree or a, you know, an Afghan women's, uh, whatever, whatever, you know, degree or a what- whatever, you know what I mean, some, a, you know, some dumbass degree that is not going to do anything for you, then don't go to school, you don't need college, you, you, in fact, the the, the the school of hard knocks is a million times, you know, going to show you a lot more and teach you a lot more and, and uh, it's, gonna, it's a lot better. So I hope that me- hope that works. Hope that uh, you know. Hope that uh, answers your qu- question. But yeah, in Mexico, you know, in order to start a business, in order to start something, it's like that. You re- you don't need much. Um, you basically just start it, and that's it. You know, what I mean, you don't need to you know have all these uh, you know um, de- what is it? You don't need all these. You don't need to have a degree. You don't definitely don't need to have all of these uh, all this paperwork and all these licenses and all this stuff. You know what I mean? So you're good here. All right. Barry says, morning from American in China. Cool. All right. Uh, I recently saw a video that said that Mexico was getting a bit more difficult to get in and and that some people were only being given maybe two weeks upon entering. That's all fake news. Um, Fake, fake, fake. I don't know why there's so much fake news on all that, you know what I mean? But there's actually a lot of fake news on all that. There's absolutely no problem with getting in. And even if, um, you know, again, there's no problem, you know what I mean? Like even if your visa is expired, um, there's no such thing as an illegal immigrant. Um, there's no such thing as, uh, you know, immigration police. Um, there's no one going to be checking you for anything. Um, if for whatever reason uh, you ask for 180 days and they don't give it to you, it's okay. You can just get another one. You know what I mean? Like it's like, and I can go on and on. So it's a lot of fake news and there's really no reason to be scared to come into Mexico. In fact, look at what's happening all around the world right now. You know, all around the world, they're locking down. They're making it more difficult. They're doing all this horrible stuff to the people. So, obviously, they're going to be spreading fake news and telling you, oh, don't even think about going to Mexico because even though Mexico... Here, let me show you again. Even though Mexico is one zillion percent wide open, uh, oh, you know, they're going to do all this and they're going to do that and they're going to arrest you and they're going to deport you. They're They're not going to deport you. They're not going to arrest you. They're not going to stop you. In fact, they'll probably give you political asylum. Okay? So, but they don't want you to know that. You know what I mean? They want you to stay where you are all right and pay your taxes and do whatever it is you got to do so uh yeah so it's a lot of fake news man so much fake news and i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like i'm gonna be competing with all of the youtubers out there spreading so much fake news and all of the facebook bots all the facebook robots you know i'm only spreading fake news and sharing all that fake news over and over again i'm not and i don't care i mean if you're too if anyone out by the way it's a great question especially coming from china don't worry barry i'm not picking on you or anyone but what i'm saying if anyone out there is too scared to come out here because of something they read on facebook okay or some video um or someone out there saying xyz um then i don't know what to tell you stay in your country you'll probably be safer there um you'll probably be better off there um but, yeah, you know what I mean? If you know what's going on around the world and you know what's really going on with the bigger picture of all this insanity, um, then, then then yeah, don't be listening to, you know, again, all that fake news. Which, again, um, you know, there's no proof because, again, all this fake news can be very easily verified and nobody verifies it, nobody checks it, nobody anything, nobody nothing, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, that's like I said, you know, I'm just done talking about all that immigration stuff and all that whatever because it's like – it's, it hasn't changed. Everything has been the same, and everyone out there spreading fake news—well, again, they have another agenda, and who knows what that agenda is, man. But you know, it is what it is. You know, just let you know what's up. But anyway, shout out to the five-dollar donation. I know somebody gave me some five dollars out there. Shout out to you. Shout out to Pat. Thank you, Fat. Um, all right, let me just get. Yeah, yeah, okay. Let me see. Um, I'm an Amer- I say, says, American citizen born and raised in Mexico. So I'm bilingual. Can I work as a teacher in Mexico? If I go and live there and retire. Look, if you're born in Mexico, okay, then you're Mexican. So you can come to Mexico and do whatever you want. Okay. So don't worry about it. Okay. if you're born in Mexico, you're Mexican. The end. All right. So just come back and get your paperwork. And then once you get your paperwork, uh, you're good to go. You know what I mean? You can do whatever you want. So don't worry about it. All right what's better to get temporary visa or permanent residency a a, a temporary residency or permanent permanent is a million times better but depending on who you are um depending on what you can get Uh, some people can immediately get permanent residency no problem some people have to get temporary for a few years before they're allowed to get permanent and that's it but permanent is a million times better for a lot of reasons there's only a few reasons in which permanent is not better but it's it's it's, it's almost, it doesn't even make any sense. You know what I mean? <clears throat> it's mostly just dumb laws that have to do with like importation of cars and all this other stuff. Don't get me started. It's uh, another subject for another day. But long story short, permanent. Because the temporary visa, the temporary residency, you got to renew every certain amount of years. While the permanent residency, the permanent visa is forever. Meaning you get your permanent, you get it forever. That's it. Until you decide, hey, I want to get citizenship, I want to get a Mexican passport, and then that's when you get rid of your permanent visa. So permanent residency visa, okay? So I would I would highly recommend getting a permanent residency visa, all right? Um, Divine says, are there any coin and gold shops in Medellin? Yes, in fact, um, um, you can get uh, – they have um, – so how about this? Okay, if you want to buy gold and silver, you cannot – buy from outside of Mexico and bring it in for whatever reason can't do that but Mexico remember the Spanish Empire was built on the silver dug out of you know out of um, the ground here in Mexico so Mexico is very rich in silver in fact you see this silver coin you Near know that beautiful thing right so this coin you can buy this at Banco Azteca you basically show it to Banco Azteca with cash No ID, no nothing. And say you want to buy some silver and they'll sell you silver. So you can buy silver at the bank. In fact, there's only three places you can buy silver here and gold. Um, The bank, the Mexican mint, or a private dealer. Now, the thing is, remember, you're in Mexico. So if you buy some fake whatever, you're, you're screwed. It's on you. So that's why a private dealer, a private dealer is great if you're buying, let's say, like a... You know if you're buying some silver if you're buying a coin like this by the way shout out to cali he made this for me look at the actual silver bitcoin how cool is that anyways but you know something silver like that you know you can buy this from private dealers things like that you can buy gold you know jewelry all kinds of things you know there's all, all types uh stuff but if you're gonna buy gold gold i would highly suggest you get it straight from the bank just get it from the bank all right so yeah, because again, you know, the bank is getting it from the mint, okay? And so you can get, the, and you're getting it a little bit over spot, okay? So it's not that expensive. So honestly, um, okay, Monedita de Plata says, what is the price of silver at the bank? Great question. In fact, let's uh, let's look into it real quick. All right, hold on a second. Uno segundo, okay. So you can go to this website, as a matter of fact, it's uh, on onsa- here. I'll put it in the chat, so in case you guys are interested. So, so you can go to that website there, and that website um, will give you the price, okay, of silver in in Mexico, okay, at the moment, okay. They'll give you. will give you a bunch of things. It's in Spanish, you know, whatever. Um, and also the price of gold. All you gotta do is click here, which says Onza de Oro. You see, up up top. Onza. There's a little. We'll click on there for a minute, so you can see. All right, and here you see like the centenario, which is thirty-seven point five grams of gold. It's a big? Okay, remember an actual silver coin. Okay, is less. All right, but uh, but anyways, they have they do big here. They go big or go home. Okay, so they have a centenario, which is thirty-seven point five grams. Okay, um, of gold, and here are the prices in pesos. All right, and um, when you see the, the the three the three little lines, that means that you got to go to the bank and ask and that's actually good because that means that they change the price constantly and most of the time bbva has one of the best prices All right, so that's that's a good you know whatever anyways so the centenario this is the ounce the regular ounce of gold okay um the libertad all right well, you got the the azteca which is half of that okay and then we got the hidalgo i love these are like smaller the smallest gold denomination okay and these are the prices okay and then, you know, this is the price in, the, in which they'll buy it. Because, again, if you need to trade that, you know, you bring it back to the bank. They check it. They'll, they'll buy it from you. Okay? So, this is what they'll buy it from you. This is what they sell it. And this is, you know, I guess, like, the difference, whatever. Um, and then this is the, you know, the more of the price. So, this is the price of the recommended. Okay? This is the recommended price. Okay? Of these things. Okay? And the recommended purchase. So, I mean, the recommended... Uh, this is the Venta. Okay? So, this is what they recommend dealers to sell it at and this is what they recommend dealers to buy it at so this is always like a good kind of you know this is a good you know way to kind of gauge okay all right so we see right there like this coin that says you know 9457 so when you go to the bank you're probably gonna pay uh, like 200 300 pesos maybe 400 pesos more so just depends all right and then like the shipping because they got to ship it to the bank so basically you go to the bank you buy it you know and you give them the money you got to have a bank account with them for gold okay you got to have a bank account with them you give them the money um they they you purchase it they deliver it from the main bank <clears throat> and then they you know a few days later you come back and they give it to you bada bing bada boom it's very easy all right um, and it comes straight from the mint. Awesome. Okay. Um, so this is the that's gold. Okay. So that's a website you can kind of go to because when you go to the bank, believe it or not, like they this is where they look as well. You know what I mean? If it's like again, the, the, if you see those little dots, it's because they get a call there, you know, central bank. You know what I mean? In Mexico City, and then the price that the the boss gives them. All right. But again, uh, just from experience, it doesn't. You know, it's it's more. It's a little bit more than this. Okay. A little bit more than that all right like that you can just say around 20 25 bucks over which again it's not that bad i mean think about it because if you buy a silver i mean if you buy a gold coin in the u.s you know at a, at a regular dealer um it's it's around like almost 50 bucks over right over uh spot okay so here it's actually less all right and you're getting it straight from the mint all right so anyways but back to silver you know here You know, you get to see this is um, this is uh, usually the best because even though BBVA is is cheaper, the reality is that they don't they they charge you for a shipping fee. So if you're going to buy a lot of silver, then yes, get it from BBVA. But if you're just buying a few coins or just one coin, whatever, then just get it from Banco Azteca because that's that's what they're going to charge you. And when they're looking at the price, that's the price. Whatever price is on this website, that is the price. Okay, so that is literally the price of a of a. uh, of a coin at the store right now. In fact, let's do a quick little bit of math. Where's my? There it is. Let's do a quick little math real quick. So that's six fifty nine divided by. Look at that! Wow! Look at that! Twenty point eight equals. So right now it's thirty one dollars and sixty eight cents. Okay, thirty one dollars and sixty eight cents for this. I've been buying these suckers since they were like fifteen bucks out here, man. FYI. Look at that! Isn't that crazy? Yeah, no inflation. There's no inflation going on, guys. Don't look here, all right? Look over there. Anyways, so yeah. So that's what's awesome about Mexico, man. You know what I mean? Like, the currency can crash and no one's going to give a crap because most people, this is how they save their money. They got these things, okay? Gold and silver. So they don't give a crap about that paper money, all right? So... Pat says, are there any dudes on model, motos? Are there any dudes on motorcycles driving around mugging people no that does not exist in merida at all and by the way if something like that were to happen here in, in, in merida um immediately they'll get you know you you, you know especially in a touristy area or whatever the, the cops will stop them there's a you know it's a safe city let's just say that Okay, right you'll be fine here but in a place like cancun yeah maybe maybe acapulco probably yeah i mean definitely in cancun that i don't know if it happens but i know it could happen all right? So, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, let me see. Oh, look, we got it. So, all right, all right. Let me see if we got any questions. Yeah, sorry. I went off I went off on there and see which is the best month to move to Merida. There is no best month, all right? Just do it, all right? Honestly. So... I mean, I just went over the different types of seasons, you know? So, But, I mean, the you know what? Actually, the best month to move, not the best month, but the best time to move is around that spring to summertime because around that time is when the things are the cheapest. So somewhere around spring to summer is, I think, when the, the cheapest. You're going to find the cheapest, uh, you know, contracts. You're going to find the cheapest everything. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's actually when I would come out here. No particular month, all right? But around that time would be you know, a good time. Um, John says, hello from Canada. I'm currently working on getting my Mexican passport as I was born in Mexico. Awesome. Do you know if I still need some kind of visa to live in Mexico? You do not. You do not as far as I know. But what you need to do is that if you were born in Mexico, what you need to do is you need to talk to the proper people, you know, probably get yourself a Mexican lawyer, ask them, Um, definitely just go to immigration. But um, what you need is that your paperwork. So, for example, if you got your, if you're able to, if you're born here and you're able to produce your Mexican uh, birth certificate, that's all you need. That's all you need. All right, that's it. And then once from once you get that birth certificate from there, you can get all the other identifications. But you're good. And if you have a Canadian passport, that's what you can use, you know, as identification for the time being while you wait for your proper mexican paperwork to come out but you that you should just get your mexican paperwork which you can probably get again i don't know because i'm not mexican but you gotta just look into it but it should be pretty easy pretty easy you can probably get it at the mexican consulate worst case you come into mexico with your with your canadian passport and then once you get here you go to immigration to get your your things ready and that's it and it's a process depending on whether you have a an existing mexican uh, birth certificate or not and all those other stuff okay but it's not that hard. Bruce is asking, is there any Lucha Libre schools? No, there's no wrestling schools in Medina that I know. I mean, actually, I don't know. I don't know of any. Personally, I don't know of any, uh, you know, wrestling schools out here. But if uh, if you're interested, you could probably start one. You know, I'm sure that people will love it. Let me see. More questions. More questions. Um, how easy is it to start a business as a foreigner? Pretty easy. Pretty easy. You know, you basically uh, just all you got to do is just basically just, you know, open your your front doors and start selling things for cash. And that's it. Um, once things get a little bit more complicated, you know, once you have a business business, then, yeah, you're going to have to go and get your license and da so it, you can start immediately with a tourist visa. Just, you know, just kind of informally, you know, having a business, you know, kind of like a lemonade stand type of thing. Um, and you'll be good to go and then if you want a bigger business you want to grow with that then yeah you know you're going to very at the very minimum need a temporary residency um and then once you have a temporary residency going forward um then yeah you can then apply for the proper paperwork and the proper this and all that you know again just so you can get the licensing assuming you need one um so you can pay your taxes assuming you got to pay taxes and i can go on and on okay but it's pretty easy super easy actually not that hard um And by the way, shout out to Blueberry. Um, You know, she got her temporary visa, you know, so congratulations, you know, woohoo! you know, so shout out to her. Uh, Star Bass Princesses, can I take my dad's ashes with me to Mexico or do I need a special permit? That is a great question. That is a great question because I was actually helping some people with something similar, but backwards, you know, where they needed to ship ashes to the US. So long story short, yes. I don't know what the actual procedure is for bringing ashes into Mexico, but I do know that when we had to ship ashes out to the USA from Mexico, um, it wasn't that difficult. It was just a procedure and a process in which we had to get, you know, with the U.S. consulate here, and then we had to fill out paperwork, and then uh, the individual had to, you know, take that paperwork along with the ashes. Through the airport, through immigration, through customs, through all that, and you know, be checked through through uh, the checkpoints. I guess you know what I mean to make sure that it's ashes and not like I don't know, like a, a brick of cocaine or whatever. You know, um, and I'm guessing that it's probably something very similar um, to bring him to Mexico. So, if I were you, um, first off, try to reach out to the funeral home. You know, a funeral home. Explain what your situation is and see what they say to you. And then, if not, you're probably just gonna have to ask an immigration, off, you know, I'm sorry, an immigration lawyer or some sort of lawyer that might be familiar with these matters, and ask them what the process is. But yeah, for sure, you're definitely most likely gonna need some sort of paperwork to go along with the ashes to bring them, and that's it. But. On the plus side, you can bring the ashes with you as a carry-on or part of your carry-on. So it's not like you know you need like, you know, to you know, pay all this extra money and get all this extra, you know, permission and, and put you know all this stuff, you know, just to bring him with you. You can basically bring him as part of your carry-on stuff. So that's the easy part. The hard part is just getting all the proper paperwork, you know, to go along with him, her, whoever, you know, um, sorry, I don't know, yeah. I don't want to assume who the gender of your deceased person. <laughs> Oh, your dad is a dad. Sorry. Bro, I'm the worst. I'm sorry, man. (laughs) So sorry. So sorry. Bro. So sorry. Anyways. Hey, look, if it makes you feel any better, my dad passed away a long-ass time ago, right? So, as well. All right. But anyways. um, But yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's basically it. So just, you know, get some paperwork and you're good to go. And Tom says, any good language schools in town to learn Spanish? Yeah, there's a bunch. There's There's a bunch of them. I just... I personally don't know any because... Well, I, I knew Spanish before I came out here. But, yes, there's a bunch of them. You're going to have to do some research because it's just like anything else. You know, some of these schools, you know, um, you know, they got their own, uh, how do I say this? Um, depending on the school will be depending on the people they cater to. Okay? You know, uh, so just, you know, just check it out. All right? Monedita de Plata says, 59 watching with only 32 likes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, I agree. Can we at least get 35, 36 likes, please? You know what? Maybe all those people are... They hit the dislike button. It's just that we don't see it because YouTube made it illegal now, right? YouTube made the the uh, the thumbs down illegal. <laughs> Shout out to you guys out there. But yeah, guys, remember, this is a question and answer session. So if you guys have any questions, I got the answers, hopefully. You know, so... Um, but yeah, there's a... bunch. Yeah, there you go. Ver- Verano Diaz, you know, she has... Uh, Ver- La Calle is a good school so but yeah there's a bunch of schools out here and you can also get private tutoring as well and you can even find again depending on who you are and all that stuff you can actually find yourself a, a sexy senorita or a sexy senorito you know to help you along with all that as well um, and all they will ask in return is for you to teach them English you know so again it's up to you it's up to you and uh, you know how you kind of get along out here but yeah I mean honestly I know a lot of people that are you know they're dating their Spanish instructor. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So. Bruh. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Barry says he's been in China for 10 years. No U.S. home. I have a lot of stuff. What's your advice on dealing with this? Are there any storage centers that I can ship my belongings to? Okay, Barry. Oh, that's a great, great question. Um, before we get there, uh, hey, Greg, shout out to you. Thanks for the 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah. You know, hold on, hold on. We're going to answer that question thank you greg i appreciate you love you by the way greg we got to get together soon okay um hit me up okay hit me up um okay yeah moving on to the question though real quick so barry um this is a great question because you don't have a u.s home or address and you have a lot of stuff you're coming from overseas and you need to move it out here so look first question to answer is yes there are storage units traditional storage units just like you would see in the u.s We have them here But there's no air conditioning Storage units as far as I know And that's going to be a problem out here Depending on what you got Because it gets really hot during the summer So But there are um, storage units out here um, And yes And then another thing is that there's a port um, And I think you can get things shipped out here through a container ship just put stuff in a container and ship it out here and bring it out but i don't know anything about that or any of the logistics or any even how to start but yes you can do it and yes it's a it's a thing and people do do it um, I got people coming from Australia. I got people coming from all over the place. Uh, and uh, and yeah, so, you know, there are ways to do it, but you, you're going to have to, like, uh, do your research on that. And um, and even if, like, let's say it comes, let's say your stuff on the container ship, your container with stuff comes in, and let's say it's, like, in Veracruz, you know, which is, like, in the middle of Mexico, it's totally fine. You can still get, you know, the proper. Um, logistics and transportation people to ship it down to merida um it's again it's all like you know like someone was saying in the chat money talks cash talks you can make anything happen out here it's just that the more you know depending on what it is it's just it probably gonna cost you some more money or less money just depends on what it is but yeah all right next question next the way, again shout out to you greg um blueberry says i'm packing very light only my my own essentials you can find here cheaper yeah again and that's another thing too you can mo- mo- what i recommend for most people is to just sell most of your crap and come out here and buy it new here but there are certain things that you can not replicate like again when someone was asking me about uh you know shipping a cl- I mean coming with a classic car yeah you know you're probably gonna have to bring that you're not gonna be able to you know get another one out here so Philip says, "I'm in San Cristobal. Uh, I th- is that Chiapas? Uh, Chiapas, Chiapas, right? Why is Telmex taking longer than 14 days to hook up poor service, Jose? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. But what you can do, I don't know if it works out there in in Chiapas, which is another part of Mexico. Um, but I think it it should. I think it should because it works out here and in other parts of Mexico. But what you can actually do is go to Facebook or or go." You know, find somebody that works for Telmex. You know, the guys that are actually, you know, like um, the guy from Telmex that is actually out there in the field working and hooking people up, you know, with, uh, you know, uh, Internet and, uh, and and all that stuff. You contact, you know, just talk to one of those guys. Just, you know, go up to them. Hey, how's it going, brother? Talk to one of those guys and tell them your situation. And basically, they'll come out. They should be able to come out to your house. Okay. And they'll hook it up for you all right, and then they, because they get a credit for that, they, they, get, they get money for that, so they'll be more than happy to help you out, so you might have to actually find somebody to help you out with that, you know what I mean, like, just basically find a Telmex worker that's doing something, you know what I mean, and just tell them, hey, this is my situation, I need, you know, someone to help me hook it up, and they'll help you hook it up, all right, so, but yeah, that's what I would do, and like, if you need it hooked up tomorrow, just go to Facebook, man, and do a quick search, and you should be able to find somebody, man, I mean, I mean, at least in Merida and in this part, and I know in other parts, it's not a problem, and that's how you know Telmex or or Telcel or, or whatever or or what is it or the other the other internet companies out here and the other power companies out here work. Okay, so hopefully that helps, man. Hopefully that helps you out. Uh, Pat says electronics are expensive. The, yeah, so yeah, electronics are expensive here. That's the only thing. Other than that, it is what it is pat says they use easy legal here in merida it was very i was very happy with them and even used them for being the middleman on buying our house look them there you go so they, that's you know again they're, they're not just them but there's a bunch of other reputable um people out there so do your research you know and uh, and search because depending on who you are what you're looking for all these other things you know there's gonna be different prices and there's just many factors so you go where you're treated best is what i keep telling everybody go where you're treated best all right so sometimes you gotta shop around, you know. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, yeah. So easy legal. I've never worked with them, but I've heard great things. So uh, let me see. Phillips says I offer one extra. He wouldn't take it. I know how to climb the pole. Yeah. So I don't know, man. You know, like I said, I'm not. I don't. I don't know. I never. I never. I've never even been to Chiapas. so I have no idea how things even work out there. So wish I could help you more, man. Da but anyways, yeah, thanks again. Shout out to the for the 20 bucks, Greg. Hells to the, yeah, appreciate it. Man, we got 70 people watching. Well, shout out to all of you guys. Shout out to all the thumbs ups. Shout out to everyone. So again, you, you already know what's up, guys. You know, we're, you know, I, I can just go on and talk about whatever topic over and over again, you know, uh, endlessly. Um, but um, I want to answer some of your questions. I know a lot of you guys have a lot of questions. So please, if you guys have any questions, feel free to ask. I'm gonna take a quick little two seconds breaks. I'm gonna be here, all right, while I wait for a few questions to come in. And I need to. I've been talking for an hour. I need to take at least a two second breather, right? So hold on, bruh. (laughs) So, So let me play a little music. Let me just take a quick little breather get some water in me, and hopefully some questions come in. We got our first question in. I think I can answer this real quick. Bike or motorbike, what's better in Medida? They're both great. It just all depends on what you're looking for. I personally have a bicycle. I I, I can get a motorbike if I wanted to, but I don't know. I'm not a big uh, motorbike guy. I'm not a big motorcycle guy. Um, but yeah, you you can get that now. You cannot have a, you cannot own a motorbike out here or motorcycle or anything like that until you have a temporary residency. But you can probably rent one, and just with a tourist visa, you can probably rent one and be, and, and just with your U.S. license, Canadian license, whatever license, that's plenty for you to drive. Okay, and so you can again, you can even buy one on your tourist visa, but not recommended okay so uh if you if you're on a tourist visa you just came out here you get a bike and you're good to go and then you can uber everywhere else it's cheap enough and then later on all you got to do is just get yourself um you know once you get your temporary visa if you choose to you know you can get yourself a motorbike if you want you know if that's what you like uh but yeah tons of people use motorbikes and use electric bikes and uh and motorcycles and all kinds of things like that it's a You know, it's a culture that has a lot of that. But you'll find that in a lot of cases, you can get yourself a beat-up car or a motorcycle for around the same price. All right? So, but yeah, a lot of people choose things like motorcycles out here. All right, next uh, question. Any road closures by gang members control the entrance and exit points? No, no, nothing like that. And is there a truce between the gang lords there in Merida? Well, I mean, there's a huge rumor, and I think there probably is a lot of validity to that in which why Merida is so safe is because all all the gang member families from all around Mexico all live here. So there's like a truce and peace is always maintained here. All right. So, yeah, that makes sense. But also, if you live here, you also and you've been to other parts of Mexico, you see that also why it's safe. There's a huge police and military presence here basically protecting the citizens. So, um, like you were just asking me, are there any road closures by gang members? Well, if you consider police gang members which some of us do, um, then yeah, if you're going to enter Merida, um, all around Merida, it is completely surrounded by, you know, a police and police presence. And they're, they're checking people as they come in. And especially if you come with a foreign tag, no matter if it's from Michigan or um, Mexico City, they're, they're going to be checking you up and down. Um, because again, you know, it's a tightly controlled uh, area for many reasons. That's why it makes it so safe. Now, um, when you're driving down the highways, let's say you're driving through the highways, you know, through Mexico, 100% safe. In fact, there's plenty of people in the chat that have made that drive all the way from the U.S. border too Medi- many times, and they're fine. Um, as if you stick in the toll roads, you know, the toll roads that have uh, the federales on, um, they got tolls on there that are maintained, you know, by the government or whatever, um, you're fine there, man. As long as you don't venture off of those roads, you, you're, you're fine. Now, if you are in like let's say Sinaloa and you venture off the main highway and you're going into little towns and you keep going deeper and you keep going deeper and you keep going deeper yeah you're probably going to get stopped you're probably going to go through uh you know checkpoints you're probably going to have to pay something you're probably going to there's going to be a situation again all these are very random you know uh, but that could happen you know if you're in Oaxaca And you venture outside of the the actual city um, and you don't stick to the main roads to go to places like Puerto Escondido, you're definitely going to have, you know, places that, you know, are going to stop you. They're going to be road, you know, again. So, yes, yes, that's a thing out here. But for the most part, you got nothing to worry about. Okay, that's only for the people that are, you know, super adventurous. You know what I mean? And they want to really explore Mexico. Then, yeah you yeah, know just like anything else you know what i mean if you're exploring certain areas of the u.s or whatever it's very dangerous as well but for the most part if you stick to the main highways you stick to the main uh you know all the tourist friendly and all the travel friendly areas which is b- very plentiful you'll be very safe and don't be listening to any fake news out there um because again you want to stick to the highways the main highways that are very well maintained very well taken care of have federales to protect your ass and protect other shit um and on top of that you know they have tolls you know you know gangs and and all that stuff they're not you know anyone that's doing anything you know illegal or anything weird or bad or whatever they're not they're, they're why would they go to the main highways okay so that's all i'm saying so you'll be fine and you'll be safe Again, once you venture off of that, then, you know, that's when it starts getting a little shady. Cyril says, we are facing shortages in Canada, U.S. grocery. Da, da. Um, how is Mexico set up differently? Any news? No, no shortages here because Mexico does not rely. Okay. The Mexican people, the Mexican uh, population, the Mexican, you know, whatever, for the most part, does not rely on the supply chain that comes from these major corporations and these main and 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 you know and again and uh, the government doesn't run any of these things. So long story short, um, you know, most of the food, whether it's uh, you know what is it, uh, everything is farm to table basically. All right. So all I'm saying is that you know if there's shortages at Walmart, I'm not going to care because I can just go to the market market. You know what I mean? The Megalo, which is basically where I go anyway. And the whole everything that's surrounding merida and everything that surrounds any major city in most of mexico is surrounded by farmland that grow everything and mexico is very well contained you know well self-sufficient so when i'm when i go to the grocery store here and i and i buy things like apples and uh blueberries and uh, pecans and uh, pistachios the pistachios come from Oaxaca, the, the blueberries and whatever come from another part of Mexico. Um, the apples, you know, apples and pears, they come from either Mexico or south of the border like Chile or South America, and I could go on and on. Plus, the abundance, you know, there's all around me. If for whatever reason, supply chain is messed up and I don't get any apples or I don't get any berries, I'm still going to survive because I got, uh, you know, again, tons of food all around me, all right? so um and so tons of people growing food you know what i mean you know tons of chickens you know tons of uh, all kinds of agriculture and all kinds of whatever so mexico is very different you know what i mean it doesn't rely on the supply chain like like uh, most first world civilized countries do now if i'm living in mexico city i will probably be a little bit more worried than than where i'm living now because i live in an area that's actually pretty pretty rural and i got again tons of uh, food all around me. So. You know, not only am I not am I not worried, but most you know most of you guys should not be worried. Also, water, no problem. Basically, you know, you dig a hole and you got water. So, fresh water. All right. Srm says, do you know what <clears throat> the real estate market is like for real estate investing? I'm not really in that. <clears throat> I'm not really in that department in that whole. Uh, sorry, <clears throat> sorry, talking a lot. I'm not really into that whole thing. Um, but yeah, the real estate market out here is awesome, you know, but depends, you know, some people say that things are very expensive. Some people say that things are very cheap still. So it all depends uh, on your budget and what you're looking for and uh, and where you're coming from and how expensive things are out there. But, you know, Merida as a whole is growing. And uh, this is only at the beginning stages of its growth. If you're looking for investments that are going to last you 10, 15, 20 years, then yeah, for sure, for sure, this area is great. Um, but if you're looking for short-term investments, probably not, but yeah, um, it, it's, it's a great area. Like I said, um, go to my website and you're going to find all the real, real estate information. You're going to want and need everything from realtors to, to how to videos on how to search and look for your own real estate out here and, uh, and compare prices and do all that. Okay. Kyle says, Jose, I finally made it to a live stream. All right. woohoo! <clears throat> my girlfriend and I just recently came to Medina and really appreciate your channel and all the info, man. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Thanks for ha- hanging out here. Thanks for coming. Glad you made it to Medida. Thanks for making it to the live stream. And uh, thank you. Thank you, brother. All right. Uh, uh, driving from Medida to Cancun, any safety issues? No safety issues at all, except for one. Don't drive at night. And on, why don't drive at night? Because you're driving basically through the middle of the jungle. And it's a lot of it is not that well lit. And you know, you never know, now, that's it, you know, I mean, that's, and and there's not much traffic coming in and out, so let's say that you're driving at night through the jungle, and, uh, you know, you, you have an accident, no one is even gonna know that you had the accident, now, during the day, you have an accident, something happens, you know, people can see you, oh, maybe they'll stop, they'll help you, there's, like, road rangers, and stuff like that, and, uh, you know, you know, meaning like government agencies, uh, highway agencies that can help you if you have any kind of tr- car trouble or any trouble. Um, but that's it. I mean, it's, it's safe, super safe drive. But I just wouldn't drive at night because, again, it's not like in the U.S. where these highways have like all these lights and, and safety measures. Even though the highway, the highways out here are better than in some parts of the U.S. and in most parts of the U.S., I, I just, it just, it's not a heavily trafficked highway. So just nighttime is not... <clears throat> i'm not a big nighttime driver anyway but other than that no safety issues dave says uh, container shipping is expensive as hell yeah exactly i mean yeah <clears throat> you already know a lot of things going on around the world uh that da jose by the time you read this i will be on my way to pig out. all right talk to you later brother um should i get pesos from an american bank before heading down not really not really you can get them down here very easily Um, And it's very easy to exchange your money out here. Um, Whether it's at the ATM, you can just go. They have a lot of American, they have like Citibank, HSBC, Santander, a lot of banks that, you know, also have, you know, branches and whatever in the USA and worldwide. So basically, you're fine out here. Um, When you go to the ATM, do not Take the ATM um, with the bank's suggested exchange rate. In fact, they're going to ask you, "Do you want the bank's exchange rate or do you want the internet?" You know, the actual exchange rate. Always go with the actual exchange rate. All right, that's always going to give you the best bang for your buck. And that's it. And you can just get your money at the ATM. Um, you can get it wired to you if you need to do that. Um, and then that's it out here everything's in cash and everything's whatever and then there's also exchanges where if you got cash like dollars or tons of dollars you can exchange those dollars for pesos but everything is pesos out here no dollars if you give someone a dollar or dollars they're not going to be very happy alright it says uh, Joshua says he got robbed in Mazatlan no that's not good bro that's no bueno by the police you got by the police but yeah so you know with that being said hold on a second so you got robbed by the police yeah so like you know basically if you're ever gonna have any kind of trouble out here with police the most they're gonna do is just rob you of some money that's it if you come from the usa and instead of giving you a bunch of tickets instead of putting you through the court system instead of arresting you instead of all these things all they do is shake you down for a few dollars man you we, we wouldn't be so we, we wouldn't be having problem with uh the police back home okay but out here the most that's going to happen if you get a corrupt cop is they're going to shake you down for a few bucks which sucks but again compared to the alternative not a big deal tom Says, any sports bar to watch NFL? Yes, tons of sports bars to to watch NFL. Now, it's probably not going to be like the U.S. Where you go to sports bars, it's going to be full of Americans watching American football. But yeah, there's tons of sports bars. And you can also watch your games out here too. Trust me, I watch my Dolphins lose every week out here, okay? I know, we've been winning lately, but still losers, all right? In my book. But yeah, you can watch your games out here, whether at the comfort of your own home. Or you can watch them at the sports bar, all right? SRM says, uh, da, da, da. okay, no, no question, questions, let me see. Anywhere you still need to wear masks or now fully free. Okay, it's not completely fully free yet. Um, right now, um, you only the only places you got to wear masks are when you go inside like a uh, Walmart or a store or something like that. And only basically because they are mandated by the store. It's, it's, look, at the end of the day, it's not like the U.S. where the, the government can tell the corporation what to do. No, it's free, meaning free 100%. So, the only ones that are really mandating anything right now are corporations. So, if you go to Costco, if you go to Walmart, if you go to any one of these big stores, they're going to mandate it. But... Again, like we have people in the chat say they most people, if you go to any small business, small Mexican business, most likely you don't got to wear it. It's basically up to the discretion of the owner at this point. Um, so, yeah, if the shop is telling you to wear it, you got to wear it or don't shop there. That's it, simple as that. Um, but for the most part, most places are kind of taking it down. Um, now, when you're outside and if you're dealing with a business that's outside, No you don't got to wear anything, all right? You don't got to wear anything, period. In fact, you don't have to wear anything, period. And to add to that, the state of Campeche is the first state to actually already say, all right, no more masks, period, all right? So basically even telling Walmart, all right, cut it out. We're done. We're done here, all right? So I think that that's eventually going to start making its way, you know, so we'll be all right. We'll be all right is twenty thousand there's a lot, a lot of dollars yeah you got plenty of money bro I came out to Mexico with 1500 bucks all right and uh, I survived and I'm doing great so you can come out here with uh, the 20 million dollars or whatever the hell you got all right don't worry about it you're good twenty thousand 20, 20 two hundred thousand whatever it is you're good anywhere um, at the, uh, okay you already asked that. I already answered that clay says is it is it a difficult process to turn us dollars to pesos in merida while they're on a passport no it's very easy um like you know and basically on paseo montejo there's like a couple places but no it's actually pretty easy um you you know it's it's it's, uh you're gonna have to probably stick to the to the more uh touristy areas you know i mean to to get them exchange but not not hard you just got to go to an exchange you know and if and if somebody takes payment in dollars Trust me, they're gonna tax the hell out of you. right? so uh, meaning you don't have to have a temporary. Da, da, da. No, but like I said, you don't on a tourist visa. All you gotta do is just get your bank card, go to the bank, and take out money, and they're gonna give you pesos. They're not giving you dollars. If you go to HSBC, you can ask for dollars, but why would you if everything's in pesos? So basically, let's say you go to the bank and you say, "Let me get two hundred U.S. dollars out." Well, they're going to give you two hundred U.S. dollars in pesos, which is like a little bit over four thousand pesos, right now. Okay. Let me see. Do you think the new airport opens, there will be more direct flights from the U.S.? Oh, yes. There's going to be more direct flights from everywhere. All right. So yes, yes. All that fresh beef, Medhi. That's amazing. Yes, exactly. So you know, there's so much you know fresh food out here. You know, so. It's amazing. You know, it's amazing. Uh, the food quality out here is awesome. Um, you know, I've been, I get healthier. People get healthier when they move out here because all the food has less process, less chemicals, um, everything, all that stuff. So Tony asks, shout out to you, brother. Wink, wink. Anyways, is cannabis legal in Merida? Well, long story short, yes and no. Yes and no. So it's legal to possess. It's legal to to grow it's legal to do things but it's not legal um, to to have on you on the street in a sense it's not legal to to sell it's not legal to transport it's not legal but the reason is is because they they're they need to issue you a license you know the whole thing is still very new and so in order for you to legally have these things use these things you know cannabis you need a special license but then the government is not issuing the licenses yet but that's not your problem. But it, look, at the end of the day, right now, if you don't have a license to do all of these things, you know, whether it's grow, sell, transport, smoke, whatever, um, and you you don't do it because you don't have a license because there's no license available, it's just a fine. It's just a fine. In fact, it's not it's not a it's not big trouble until you're you know talking anything over. Um, how much is it again? I think like twenty pounds. Okay, that's a lot okay so as long as you keep it under that I think it's 10 kilos whatever the fuck it is but as long as you keep it under that you're good to go you got nothing to worry about hope that answered your question Uh, anyways let me see what's a minimum budget for a decent place to live and not stay broke okay so if you make over $2,000 US a month you're in the top 1% of Mexicans okay so you don't need much you know what I mean like $300, $300, you know what I mean? Like, you can live on $300 a month. You can live on $400 a month. You know, it's, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be, you know, but you can survive on that, okay? That's everything included, okay? But most people, to live semi-comfortably, around $1,000 a month, okay? For everything included. Kyle says, from what I've heard, Yucatan and Medity specifically is supposed to be the next big hot spot for real estate growth. Yes, correct, Kyle, correct. Real estate is booming out here, but again, depending on who you talk to, some people will say it's crazy overpriced. Some people will say it's crazy cheap, and some people are in the middle. But at the end of the day, for the most part, it's good. It's good because again, this area is continually growing and growing and growing and growing. So uh, I mean, doesn't really matter what price you're gonna buy it at. You know what I mean? If you know where the, where everything is going, uh, well, you know what I mean. It's a good it's good investment no matter what. All right, so. So da da. da. Look at that, monedita says they have seven property out here in the last twelve months. Look at that, looking for more. So that says a lot. This says more than what you need to know. You can get properties out here. Look out here. The thing is that you can find the same property being sold for fifty thousand US, and that same property being sold for two hundred fifty thousand US. It all depends on who is selling it to you. All right. So those again, I made videos on all that. All right. You can go look for them. Again, they're on the website. In fact, right there. Look, right here. Just go to free media info, and you can see them right there. All right. But anyways, but yeah, like again, like I said, it, it all depends on uh, on who you're talking to and what the deal is with all that. All right. More questions, all right? You really don't need cash here unless you're paying rent, taxes. Okay. Da, 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 da. Questions, questions, questions. yeah I want to make sure. Okay, let's just skip all the way to the bottom. All right. Skip all the way to the bottom. Sorry if I missed your question. If I missed your question, if I skipped, ask it again. All right. How much is health insurance and is how much is health insurance and is our Medicare usable? Okay. I don't know because obviously I'm not old enough for Medicare, um, and I'm not old enough for you know I don't really need health insurance, but I can kind of answer the questions. Okay. So long story short, I got friends that are in that age range and they have Medicare, Medicaid. <clears throat> really can't use it for much out here. So it's basically almost useless right that's number one number two health insurance very cheap super cheap and health um you know what is it health uh, care super cheap okay crazy cheap so long story short it's a lot cheaper than wherever the hell you're coming from outside of uh canada but if you're coming from the u.s it's extremely cheap everything is cheap drugs are cheap treatment is cheap But again, the thing is that they have all kinds of treatment, all kinds. of. So you can shop around. You know, you can go to hospitals. They got hospitals out here that are just as awesome and as amazing as some of the best hospitals in the U.S. And then they got, you know, all the way bottom, lower tier. You can go see a doctor from anywhere from $2.50 for a doctor's visit all the way to $40, $50 for a doctor visit. Okay. So, you know. And again, most places you're paying like 40 bucks just for like the copay. All right? To see a shitty doctor. All right? So I have no passport, but a star license can live in many cross the border by land. No, you cannot cross any border until you get your passport. So you need a passport. Just just get the passport. Just get it. Once you get the passport, then you can come over. Then, then, then they will allow you to cross over. All right? But yeah um there's a gazillion people that cross that border without any kind of paperwork back and forth all day every day but that would make you technically illegal okay so right so i don't know i'm not trying to tell you what to do here for too many obvious reasons but you know you can figure it out but i would highly suggest you get your passport okay question just saw a propane delivery truck in the video do they rent Everybody ha- everybody has gas out here. So basically, the, the gas trucks, you know, they are just roaming around because when you run out of gas, you call the gas guy and they come fill you up. All right. So gas. I have... Um, but, but, um, let me see. So it's, yeah, everybody has gas. Everybody uses gas. Let me see. Okay. Is there any good... Yeah, like I said, Thor, just check out my website right here. You go to my website, you can find there that and Airbnb, okay? We got that, and then you can check Airbnb, sir. Kyle says, what are the typical lengths of rental homes? Yeah, around yeah, six months to a year. Yeah, six months to a year, yeah. I hold their, yeah, they're also negotiable. It's, it all depends on the owner. You got to like, you know, do it with the owner. So, you know, basically it's all depends on the owner. You know, each owner is different. The thing is that most owners, they want you to commit to at least six months or a year you know six months are harder to get anything under six months even harder but what i recommend for for anyone out there that's only going to stay for a short time um just again rent an airbnb for a month talk to the owner once you're there and the owner most likely will rent it out to you without the airbnb for either the same or a lot cheaper because they're also making money because they don't got to pay that crazy fee to airbnb you feel me so I would highly suggest uh, just come with Airbnb first and then you can talk to the owner. Probably keep renting that same place, you know, have a little agreement with them for a few months and you're good to go. Um, but yeah, yeah, anything is doable and possible out here, especially for foreigners. You know, because if someone is going to rent out a place, they're looking to rent it out to a foreigner first over anybody else. All right. So, you are not you don't have to worry about anything there. Um they would more, you know. They would highly, you know. They would if they got to choose between a a uh, an American or a Canadian over a Mexican, they're gonna pick American Canadian all day every day. All right, unless the Mexican is very rich, but for the most part, still, I'm gonna pick an American or a Canadian. You know what I mean over a Mexican. So you know, there, there, there's a lot of, um, you know, they're 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 always gonna work with you. They're gonna figure it out. Okay, so it's very easy. All right, let me see. I just gave birth in San Miguel de Alinde and paid 6,000 pesos. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. That's super cool, our life in Guanajuato. Thank you. Look at that. 6,000 pesos for a birth, you know. How much is it in the U.S.? Like 6 million pesos or... <laughs> I know in the U.S. is insane expensive. Bruh. But, well, wow, that's pretty cool. Uh, let me see... The fancy new houses in the north are so cheap to buy compared to the beautifully renovated old properties in its central. But, yeah, but, you know, not all the houses in the north are built properly. While the houses in its central, not only are they historic, but they're built right because they've lasted God knows how long. All right. So, you know, in some cases, over 100 years. Um, and you cannot compare. No way! You know what I mean? Like, it would, like a lot of the houses in its centro that have been renovated and uh, and they look super nice. When you compare that, to, when you see that house and you see the house in the north, yeah, they're completely different. You know what I mean? The house in the north is something you'll see in the U.S. or in other parts of the world. When when you but what you, what you we will see in its centro is unique to only here. So a big difference, a big difference, but. You know, I personally, if I had the budget, I would definitely be sticking closer to a center and buy one of those houses, you know what I mean, that are, you know, again more expensive and uh, you know, um, have a lot more history with it. Um, but yeah, but like oh yeah, so yeah, I guess that's a whole question you were asking me. But do you need a car? You don't need a car. You if you, you a car is only necessary for certain things, you know. Like I live in the residential area, you know what I mean? Like I don't you know, I don't need a car. I'm I'm thinking about maybe getting a car, but again, not to use every day. Just to use whenever i need it for certain things i say i gotta move some paintings for christian or i gotta you know do some grocery shopping you know just it's more of a luxury and a comfort and again to travel let's say we want to go to the beach it's a lot better if i can just drive my car and you know use other means but for the most part a car is not really necessary and it really doesn't matter what part of the city you're living in as long as you're living within the city proper within city yeah it doesn't really matter you don't need uh you don't need a car it's just a luxury and sure it's great but not necessary um as a business as an ebay business owner i was wondering if it would be possible to run an ebay business yeah yeah it is you can run an ebay business out here now the thing is that when you run an ebay business in the u.s you have a um you have something working on your side you know, you got a major benefit, which is that you got the postal service. You got the U.S. Postal Service that works for you and have, and offers very cheap um, postal, uh, very cheap, uh, what you might call it, uh, shipping. And because of that, well, you have an advantage. But when you're living out here, shipping could be a problem. So you, I would look into that, be, be, you know, I would look into that because if you're buying and selling, if you're selling cheap items, then it could get expensive with the shipping. But if you're selling items in which shipping really doesn't matter too much one way or the other then yeah you, you'll be you'll be fine here you won't miss a beat uh, uh philip says he got asked for a return taken to mexico city never heard of it but they're starting to screw with people yeah but you got asked for one but did you need one the answer is no because obviously you didn't buy one you said no so if you didn't need one they can ask all they want you know what i mean doesn't matter you don't need one, okay? Because as long as you know how to answer the questions and uh, not get intimidated, you'll be fine. And they've always been f- messing with people, man. This is not anything new. It just depends on the immigration officer and depends on whether they got they got they woke up on the wrong side of the bed or not. You know, you'll get a very very nice immigration officer. You get a very mean immigration officer, and a lot of it has nothing to do with you or anything. It's just the fact that they got they woke up on the wrong side of the bed and they're just assholes that day. So don't worry about that. You know what I mean? Don't worry about all that fake news out there. You're good to go. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, the postal service out here is a, it's a problem. You know what I mean? So, but again, it's not. You know, you can ship to Mexico using FedEx, using UPS, using things like that. You know what I mean? But it's just going to be expensive as hell. So, sh- sh- cheap shipping, cheap shipping within Mexico is available. Cheap shipping outside of Mexico, that's a problem. How much money would you bring on arrival? And not much, man. Like, again, I came out here um, because, again, you you just bring a few hundred dollars. And then, again, I would bring them in pesos. And then once you're here, just go to the ATM and that's it. I mean, just you're good to go. A lot of people think that Mexico is like a third world country. It's not. In fact, Mexico is in many, many places and in many areas, it's a lot better and more advanced than in a lot of places in the U.S. So, please, guys, don't sweat it, man. You know what I mean? You'll be fine. There's ATMs all over the place. There's all kinds of shit all over the place. You'll be fine. Just, just you know, make sure to talk to your bank and tell them, hey, I'm going to be in Mexico. Let me use my bank account, please. Please, bank. Let me use my own bank account in Mexico. And then once they give you permission, you'll be fine. Okay. Basically, the only ones you really got to worry about is your own bank allowing you to spend your own money in a foreign country. Okay? So, I hope that helps. Sorry, Tom. It's just, uh, just getting a little. Man, I got a lot of people watching today 74 people. Look at 77 people. Wow. Got a lot of people. So many people watching. Man. Oof. Man, I'm getting tired over here. Alrighty. <laughs> we're going to keep going. We're going to keep, you know... Keep going. An hour and 40 minutes? Is that how long I've been streaming already? Wow. All right, we're probably going to do another... Well, we'll see. We'll just keep going as as questions keep coming in, all right? Kyle says, if someone comes to Mexico on a tourist visa... Do you know if it's possible to go through the full residency process in Medida? As of now, yes, it is. Could it change? Yes, it can. But as of now... Up until December, you can get all that done here in Mexico, in Merida. For now. But that could change going forward, okay? Does it have to be started in the home country? No, no, again, like, no. Yeah, I already answered it. Yeah, sorry about the noise out there. Uh, question. If and when moving to Merida in Canada with a recommendation minimum $1,000, dollars amount that amount per person or is that amount per man you know again I, I it depends it depends you know I mean it really depends on your expenses you know that's enough for two people that's enough for a family depending on your expenses and what you want and need but that's plenty of money that's plenty of money like I said let me let me reiterate if you make more than two thousand dollars a month in Mexico you are in the top one percent. Okay, so if you and your wife bring in two thousand dollars between the both of you, remember things are different out here. It's this is um the family structure now. So your family is bringing in two thousand dollars, which puts you in the top one percent. You're gonna be fine. My rent is two hundred fifty dollars, three hundred dollars. All right, like I made many of videos, many videos on on talking more specifics on uh. On uh, cost of living. And yes, you'll be plenty fine on a $1,000. Right? The more you have, the better. So good night, Tom. Good night, guys. All right, cool. So, so it's Philip says, okay, see, look, that's what happened. A, a nice officer took me to another booth. So you see, that's what I'm saying. You got nothing to worry about. Let's Remember, right now, there's a lot of fake news out there. You know, all the YouTubers, you know, are basically spreading fake news on all this immigration stuff. All over Facebook, it's fake news on immigration. You already know that all that fake news is being directed at a group of people that are leaving countries in which they are locking down and don't want you to leave, so you guys can figure it out on your own. At the end of the day, there's no problem. No problem out here. Hi, Jose. How long is, how long have you been live? How long have I been... Oh, live? Uh, one, one hour and 40 minutes. So... Yeah, we're we're winding it down. I think I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go over two hours, guys. Alright, so sorry. I mean I'm gonna go you know, not mo- not much not much over two hours, alright? So just FYI. So if you got questions, start getting them in now. Alright. Kyle says, would you have any suggestions on someone in Merida who would know the residency process to help people through it to make sure it's our Yeah, I do. In fact, it's all the resources are on my website okay um, on my website I got a bunch of free helpful links to again anything from a dentist to an eye doctor to an immigration lawyer to personal assistant to real estate and and much more also check out Facebook go and join the Facebook groups all right the Facebook um, join the Facebook uh, uh, expat groups okay there's a bunch of Facebook Local expat groups and join those, ask there. And while you ask there, they will definitely help you out. You know, what I mean, uh, you know, a lot of there's a lot of services, a lot of people you can ask around. Hey, is this service reputable? Hey, is this service whatever? And get all that there. So there's tons of people that can help you out um, for a bunch of prices. So, you know, shop around. Tony asked, uh, Will my iPhone work in Medida? Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Yeah. And in fact, all you got to do, in fact, depending on who you have, let's say you got Verizon, T Mobile, whatever. Um, All you got to do, all right, all you got to do, if you got like uh, Verizon, T Mobile, Sprint, whatever, um, make sure that you got the free roaming, the free whatever. So if you're coming to visit, all you got to do is just, you know, make sure that you can make calls in Mexico. Sometimes it's free, part of the package. Sometimes you just got to pay like five bucks extra so you can use your phone out here. Um, That's it. Um, So that's that. And then once you are here and your phone. Uh, contract in the u.s expires all you got to do is get yourself a sim card you go to you know uh any store out here you know like oxo oxo is like 7-eleven you know you go to one of those stores or you go to the Telcel, cell at&t store whatever the fuck you know you go to any one of these places you get yourself a sim card and you take out you take out the sim card from america out and you pop in your new sim card and you got a brand new Mexican number, and you can use your iPhone out here. Now, in the case that for whatever reason, when you do that, it still doesn't work, then you take it to, um, you know, the headquarters, you know, like in the centro of Merida. You know, like let's say tell Cell. I highly suggest... Here, let me show you. I highly suggest tell Cell, because they got the best coverage and the best everything out here. Yeah, man. Yeah, why can't I find yeah. uh, hold on, hold on. Sorry, 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 sorry. All right, this will work. Okay. Telso, all right? I would highly suggest you go with them because Telso is going to give you uh, they're just the best, right? They're the best service, best whatever. Um and then like I said, worst-case scenario that your phone isn't um cracked, what do I say, I'm not cracked. What is it? It's not a uh, unlocked you know open free you know freed whatever you know um then you gotta probably take it to telso so they can unlock it free it for you whatever so then you can use it with their sim card okay but it's very easy very easy okay in fact i think android is easier but but apple just as good works out here no problem okay um if people where the green at it's it's here bro i got the green right here always let me see uh next question next question We got the green out here. So good to see you, David. Hope to see you, Tony, out here. You better come out here. Miss your brother. I see you. All right, let me see. Mike Cruz says, Mike Lindell says, (laughs) if people from the US keep parachuting to Medida without real estate knowledge, the locals will start to hate Americans for driving up. It's already happened. It's called gentrification. It happens all over the world. And that's it. But again, you know, yes and no. Because again, like I told you, um, and I told everyone a million times, you will find the same house being sold for $50,000 and then $250,000, okay? And that's it. And then there's a lot of homes out here for sale. And so... You know, basically, if you're Mexican, you're going to pay $50,000. You're going to pay $25,000 for your home. And it's a whole different system, you know, with uh, Infonavit and the government programs and how they whatever. So Mexicans, for the most part, they're fine. Yeah, they're not liking, you know, the elevated prices and certain things that are coming. But at the same time, they do like all the, all the awesomeness and the, and the stuff that comes with, you know, the gentrification. You know, like the Starbucks and and all the other crap. Okay, so it's it's like a double edged sword. And uh, but at the end of the day, it's not making it impossible um, for for people to live here, um, maybe in the city center, maybe in certain areas, but not in the general area. Um, And again, it's gentrification. The same thing that happens all over the world and has happened a million times in the U.S. All right. Over and over again. So I mean that's it's it's, it. it's just and I made many vid- I made videos on that. I'm not gonna spend too much time on that topic, but I made tons of videos. Sorry. <laughs> I made tons of videos talking about that topic um, multiple times, right? How does the local community react to a white American man is in a relationship with a Mexican woman? They don't care. You know, Look, that's a thing. In Mexico, why I love Mexico so much, and I talked about the freedom in Mexico so much, and freedom is my main reason i love it out here is because no one gives a shit period period people are nosy people care about you people you know what i mean like all that but no one cares no one cares no one is going to be bothering you no matter who you're dating no matter if you're wearing a mask or not no matter what you believe in no matter what the only time that they're going to bother you let's say you go to church they're going to be bothering you about religion there for obvious reasons But that same religious person is not going to just come up to you in the street... ...and then just start giving you a whole thing on religion. Alright? So that's the thing about Mexico that I love. People mind their own business. People don't care. If you want to be an alcoholic, piece of shit, go for it. Knock yourself out. Just don't bother anybody. The minute you bother somebody with your alcoholism or your whatever... Or your your you know, hey, your your pyramid scheme or your herbalife or your religion or your whatever it is, listen, then you're gonna have a problem. Because people don't like that. That's it. Now people are nosy. So for example, in my neighborhood, everybody knows me. And I know most of the people. But at the end of the day, with that, with that, whatever is like for example, let's say a car is parked in front of my house for a bit too long i'm gonna hear my name when i'm walking out the street later my neighbors are gonna be like hey did you know that there was somebody parked in front of your house da, da, da. do you know who that was you know what i mean it's like oh yeah yeah that was my cousin da, 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 da. oh okay okay yeah i just wanted to you feel me you know they hear noises they hear this they hear that everyone's what's going on what's what's happening what's this what's that so to me that's great it's just, you community you know what i mean everybody you know they care about each other they care about protecting each other they care about the community they care about their neighborhood they care about you they care about that you feel me all that shit but they're not gonna care you know what i mean again now if all of a sudden you're the one guy in the neighborhood that has your music blasted every night all the night if you got dogs that don't shut the fuck up if you got all if you're you're a nuisance oh then trust me you, your neighborhood is most likely going to turn on your ass too you know what I mean? So it's just things like that. But Mexicans really just... They leave you alone. You know, they love you. They care. But they don't care. You know what I mean? Like, basically, they're not going to tell you what to do. Never. If anyone's going to tell you what to do out here, it's another gringo. And if another gringo is telling you what to do, you already know what to tell them. And, and where they can shove it. Okay? Because that's not... That, we're not we are not back home, Susan. All right? This is not, you know, uh, Michigan State Mall, Karen. All right? So... Yeah, you know what I mean. Don't get it twisted, all right, John. You know what I mean. Whatever. I don't know, just <laughs> so Mexico's like that because the thing is that in Mexico, if you tell something, let's say you st- say somebody, hey, I think you should put your mask on, and that guy slaps the the the, the mask off of your face. Listen, the cop is not going to arrest either one of you, all right. In fact, the cop is going to be like, well, why the hell did you tell that guy to put on a mask? Who the hell are you to tell anyone to do anything? You know, just. You know, it's a different world out here. So, you got nothing to worry yeah, about Herbalife. By the way, there are people selling Herbalife out here. So, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If you see people selling freaking Herbalife, you got nothing to worry about, okay? You got the ATM. You got your Starbucks. You got your fucking Walmart. You're good, guys. You'll be all right, okay? No se preocupe. okay? And you know, you got, you're you going to have all your... You, got, you, you can get your Kit Kat and your fucking co- Coca-Cola and your Marlboro cigarettes... All right. All at the same place. All right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right. So and, uh, let me see. Uh, Dave says, you can, and by the way, by the way, so let me add to that a little bit, because look, I got a Mexican wife. You know what I mean? I'm, I am not Mexican. I'm, I mean, I'm American, but yo am cubano. cubano. And I'm definitely don't fit in. As soon as I open my mouth, people know what's up. They know I'm not from around here. They're not from, but no one fucks with me. No one fucks with me at all. It's the complete opposite of that. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, oh, you're Cuban. Oh, wow, that's so cool. Oh, hey, that you have a different accent. Where are you from? Well, whatever, whatever. You get what I'm saying? They look at my wife and they're like, oh, she married up. I mean, that's it. I mean, that's that's what they're looking at. And if, sure, there's gonna be people that are haters out there, and just like any other part of the world, you know, they're probably gonna be looking at you weird. But again, no one's gonna say anything. They can look at you all day. They can stare. In fact, you can, if they stare too long, you can basically, hey, well, you know, you, you can say to them, hey, you, you like, you like what you see when you just take a picture, you know, whatever. And that's it, you know. What I mean? And they're gonna look away for the most part, you know what I mean? But most Mexicans, like I said, Mexicans out here, Mexicans for the most part, they're very nice. They're very jolly. They like to laugh. They like to to have fun. You might think that the Mexican is making fun of you. But the reality is is that the Mexican laughing at you or laughing with you is part of the culture. Because they do it amongst themselves. And and when they are laughing at you, laughing with you, maybe doing a little trick. like, like, Like the one trick every Mexican says. Oh, here, try this hot sauce. Trust me, it's not spicy. Listen, man, you already know that that shit's gonna fucking blow that shit, blow it out your ass. I mean, it's gonna be so spicy. It's gonna be on another level. But they're not doing it out of malicious, you know. They're not doing it to to be mean. No, that's... That's how you know that they love you, that they like you, because they they accept you, because they're you know what I mean, and and, and they, it's part of a it's also part of how they judge you. Because if they play a little trick on you and you laugh with them, and then you do you know you you kind of whatever with them as well, you know you're you know you're messing with them as well. Trust me, they're gonna love you, they're gonna accept you. It's all big deal. But if all of a sudden you, they play a little trick on you or they laugh at you and you're taking it the wrong way, they already know they don't want to deal with you. And you're you're done. You're done. You know. You might as well. I mean, that's it. So it's all part of that culture thing too. They're not. If you can't take a joke, if you can't laugh, if you can't enjoy life, trust me. Mo- that Mexicans are not gonna like you. You know they. You know they're gonna like you no matter what. But you know what I'm saying. I mean, if you're one of those. Uh, you know, miserable. Uh, what is it? Uh, negative Nancys and you're always. You know. Uh, you know. Just. You know what I'm saying? You know, one of those people, you know what I mean? Always complaining, always upset, always this. So, yeah, the people out here are probably not gonna you know. Everyone's still gonna be nice and treat you and all that shit, but at the end of the day, you know. Whatever. Anyways, uh But yeah, da da da. Let me see any more questions, any more anything. We got a few more minutes left, guys, so let's uh you got anything else? Oh, when when I'm hanging out at the fundación and a singer couple invites me to a party with them, should you say yes? Oh, swinger couple? Yeah, if you swing that way, I mean, apparently you do. You know what I mean? It's okay. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if 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 a guy and a girl invite me to go, no, nah, I mean I wouldn't because I'm not into being with another guy. You know what I mean? I'm not into that. But if you are, that's hey, all power to you, bro. And I mean, you know, there's a lot of gay people out here. The big gay culture out here. And in fact, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because you know, if you're gay and you're into the, you know, you know, you're you're into that, that whole culture, one way or the other. Like Bruce is, you know, shout out to you, bro. Um, you know, it's a big gay culture out here. So they have a lot of, you know, there's a lot of acceptance towards that out here. A lot of gay expats out here, a lot of gay expat groups out here, a lot of gay bars, you know, a lot of trans. There's a whole thing, you know, with that out here. So if you're into that, yeah, great. I mean, I'm not into that personally, but Christian, you know, being an artist, you know, being a girly girl, you know, she has a lot of gay friends, you know, and, you know, a lot of, you know, she's in that world and, you know, I'm from Miami. I've always hung around, you know, people like that. So to me... Hilarious, You know what I mean? Like, I love that. You know what I mean? It's, uh, you know, some of the best people I know are, are gay men. You know, they're fucking hilarious, great guys. Um, and, yeah, there's a bunch of them out here, you know, whether they're American or Canadian or Mexican or whatever. And, uh, and yeah, you know what I mean? It's like a, the big thing out here. In fact, a lot of people are even to ask me because they'll go to a regular bar and they'll be like, are we in a gay bar? <laughs> because all these see are a bunch of guys or whatever, you know? And I'm like, no, no, no. We're just married. either." <laughs> In fact, I remember one of the first things that me and Christian did, like, you know, one of the first things that we first, like, you know, like, uh, when we were dating and we were, like, going out to things, one of the first, like, things that we went to, like, as a couple was uh, one of her friends' gay wedding. And that gay wedding was, like, just like any other gay wedding back in the U.S. or home, you know, where it's a really expensive, beautiful wedding, you know, Pinterest you know, straight out of Pinterest, straight out of, uh, you know, whatever. One of those weddings. And I was like, wow, very impressed. Very impressed. You know, very everything. So, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, my wife is young. My wife is actually 31 years old. She's probably going to kill me if she, she's not here. That's why I'm talking about her age at the moment. But she just turned t- 31 not too long ago. But, yeah, she seems younger. In fact, a lot of people look at her and they say that she's even younger than that. So... But no, she's 31, you know. And I'm an old fart. I turned 40 not too long ago. The big 4-0. Ya tu sabe. You know, I'm turning into an old man. (laughs) Oh, great, Tony. Do the police raid your house and take you to jail for silly reasons like the smell of skunks? No, they don't. In fact, they're not even permitted on your property. They're not even permitted to come to your house. Now, under certain circumstances you know let's say you know for whatever reason detective or whatever the fuck this some you know they got to come to your house for whatever reason but they they you know you got to keep you know you keep them at an arm's length and under no reason under no circumstance under no nothing can they raid your house come in your house stop you on the street um you know take you to jail for nothing you know none of that shit nothing it is nothing like that it is a complete opposite in fact you have all the rights that you're supposed to have in the US so basically you know, the cops, you know, um, out here have very little power. Very, very tiny little power. They got the power you give them. But if you know your rights, you know how to stand up for your rights, and you definitely know how to speak the language, oh, man, forget about it. Forget about it. They don't even look at me, bro. All right, how about that? Because they, I've already had a few incidents with them over bullshit. Only during the the, the virus situation, porque tú sabes. You know, they got a little, you know, all over the world. But, yeah, no, basically, I, I just say, you know, when hey, you know... Hey, I've had a few of them in the past during the pandemic. Hey, uh, hi, um, can you uh, put on your mask? And I'm like, on the, on the talalay. Can you show me where the what the law is? Can you show me exactly where it is, where you know where it says that I got to put it on? Oh man, hey, you don't gotta get it like that. I was just a suggestion. Sorry, bye. That's it. That's it. And that was again during the height of this whole situation. Even a few times, I recorded it at the beginning when things were really crazy, and still. You know, whatever. But for the most part, no man. The cops out here, they're they're here to help you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they're here to, like, say, your car breaks down, to help you push your car. You know what I mean? To help you with this y and z. In fact, the cops out here are so inept, for the most part, that you know that's why you got to take care of your own shit. So let me let me give you an example. And I've said this a million times, but I feel like I got to say it again. So for example, let's say that somebody breaks into your home, and you call the cops, and the cops show up. The guy is barely going to get arrested. Again, depending on, you know, who he, whose house he breaks into and shit like that. Um, but for the most part, he's not going to get arrested. Why? He broke into your house, right? So when the cops show up, you know, they'll be like, okay, what's the problem, sir? And then you'll be like, hey, this guy broke into my house and he stole my VCR. And he'll be like, well, but you got him, right? You captured him. And your VCR, I see your VCR is still there. So he didn't really take your VCR, right? So... What do, you, what do you need? You want me to just remove this person from here? Yeah, I can do that for you. That's what you called us for. But that's it. You know, I can't really arrest him. You know, maybe if when he broke in, he broke some property, you know what I mean? Like a glass or something like that. Or he broke into a rich person's house. Then yeah, he'll get arrested for one night. That's it. Done. The end of the day. Now, let's say that somebody breaks into your home and steals your shit. The only way that the cop can arrest that guy is if you physically take the cop to the guy's house and you see the guy using your freaking VCR and you can prove it's your VCR. And yeah, sure, the cop will arrest him for stealing your VCR, which again is out soon. And so and I can go on and on with that. So if that's the case with a crime like that, well, you already know that you first of all, somebody breaks into your home. You got to kick his ass. You got to hit him with the pan. You got to do whatever it takes so that guy doesn't come back again. You know, tell your dog to bite him in the balls, whatever, you know. And the cops are not going to, you know, you're not going to get in trouble because, well, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you know? So that's that, you know what I mean? And uh, and that's it. I mean, so that's kind of like how it works with all that shit. So if that's the case with, with, with something like a serious crime, like a blur burglary... How the fuck are they going to come into your home if under the Constitution they got no right to even talk to you? All right. Now, of course, they can talk to you, ask you a question, ask you or whatever. But you don't got to answer. You don't even got to acknowledge them. All right. Under the Constitution. The Constitution of Mexico is basically a photocopy of the U.S. Constitution. The only difference is that, you know, the Mexican Constitution is actually valid as opposed to the U.S. Constitution, which has eroded away into. Well, you already know you live there. So, so in Mexico, no, man. And even if like, let's say that the cops show up and they come to your house, break into your home and arrest you and you have whatever you have in here. Listen, as soon as you go to court, not only do you go get off scot free, again, not only do you get off scot free, but you um, have every legal recourse to go after the police and go after them and go after all that shit. You know what I mean? For again, because they broke the law. They illegally broke into your home. They illegally arrested you. They illegally whatever, all this stuff. Okay? Now, yes, Mexico is slowly but surely starting to, you know, do some of the things that they do in the US. But under no circumstance, you as a US citizen or coming from the US or Canada or anyone else have anything to worry about anything. Okay? because again they know that the repercussions of dealing with a foreigner are high and they're not gonna begin the law you know what i mean if the if the if the law says that smoking a joint outside is only a slap on the wrist how the hell are they gonna be breaking into your home because somebody smelled something to see what you have in your home which again whatever you have in your home is legal anyway okay even if you got guns even if you do things with guns even again guns You have a second amendment. Again, that's a different amendment in Mexico. Um, But, you know, under law, laws... Laws are different than the Constitution. But under law, guns are, again, quote-unquote illegal. But under the Constitution, they're legal. So basically how it works is like this. If you're poor and you get caught with a gun, you're fucked. You're fucked. But if you are, I don't know, anyone that's listening to this show right now... um, And you get caught with the gun... um, you're not fucked. You know, you're under your constitutional right to have it. And you have and how do you how do you defend yourself? You can you have to pay for a lawyer, but you can afford a lawyer. Most people that are in that 1%, whether they're Mexican or not, they can afford a lawyer, and the lawyer will defend you out here. Also, illegal in Mexico is completely different than in the US. Illegal in the US basically means they have the right to to arrest you and and, and make your life miserable over the stupidest shit. Illegal in Mexico basically means error. Hey, there's an error. We need to fix this error. That's it. So for example, if you are here on your tourist visa and the tourist visa expires, you're not here illegally. All right, you just don't have a visa. And so under law, you are now considered a person without a visa. You're not an illegal alien. There's no such thing as illegal alien. There's no such thing like anything like that. Because you don't even need a visa. You don't even need a passport to be here. Okay? Because you don't you don't need any of that. So Because under the Constitution, you don't need any of that shit. All right? And you have all the freedom to be here. So I can go on and on. So if you know your Constitution, you know your laws, you know all that shit, and you're more than willing to defend it and do all that stuff... Um, all right. I don't know what that is, but we're going to have to get rid of that. Get out of here with that shit. So... But at the end of the day, if you have, you know, the, the money to, you know, pay for lawyers and get, you know, get your, you know, get some sort of legal representation. And more importantly, you know the laws and the constitution and you know how to defend yourself and you know really how it works. Oh, you got nothing to worry about out here, no matter what. And you got nothing to be scared of, period, end the story, the end, the end. That's it. Ya se All right. So this is why I love Mexico because... And I'm, 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 this is why Mexico is my home. And yeah, I travel to other parts of the world and and all this other shit. But I'm never gonna, you know, in America's my home no matter what. You know, for you know, don't get me started on that. Uh, it's not like I can, you know, get divorced or anything. You know. But anyways, long story short, this is where I choose to live. And as an American, as a U.S. citizen, I get to live anywhere on Earth, period, and still be a U.S. citizen. So I choose Mexico because here I feel safest. I feel you know, um, again, I feel the most free. I feel like here is where I am treated best. I have lived all over the US and this is where I have been treated best, period, in the story. And that's it. And I, and most people that come out here experience the same thing, one way or the other, whether they're in Mérida or whether they're in another part of Mexico. And so, and freedom means something different to everybody. You know, a lot of people are more than happy to trade their freedom Away for comfort, like in the U.S. and Canada and Australia, but in places like Mexico, you know, they're not trading away their freedom. You know, they they gave away some of that freedom for the virus, and uh, you know, most of the population is, uh, you know, uh, how do I say, is they regret doing that. Okay, and uh, they're not going to do it again. I'll tell you that right now. So, again, if uh, here, let's uh, let me just show you. This is what the country looks like. So basically, it's open. So as most of the world is locking down right now. Mexico is uh, opening up, all right? So, Enrique, Luis Enrique, I don't know, I might come back to the U.S., I'm not saying no, and I have been back to the U.S., but I'm living here, this is where I want to live, so if I'm going to the U.S. is to visit family or, you know, do whatever I got to do, but what the hell am I going to go back to the U.S. for? I got nothing, it's, it's, this is a, no, you know what I mean? Like, get the hell out of here, you know what I mean? It's expensive, it's, people are crazy out there, it's, it's, you know, No. You know what I mean? We're on the verge of civil war, on the verge of World War III. on the ah yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm here learning how to grow my plants. I'm I'm cooking my stuff on my cooking show. I'm I'm having conversations like this with you guys. I'm, I'm I'm living my life, man. I'm on the beach, literally, look at that, I'm on the beach. You don't believe me? Here, let me look at that. Where am I go where? Go where? Where the hell am I going, bro? I'm good here. Are there benefits to being a Mexican citizen other than owning land? Yeah. Uh, A major benefit to being a Mexican citizen is you get a Mexican passport, which is just as strong, actually probably stronger than passports like the U.S. passport at the moment. So, yeah, the Mexican passport is like a major reason, you know? So. And by the way, you can own land... Um, without being a Mexican citizen, all right? But but even on the beach, all right? You know, you can uh, set up a corporation and there's other things you can do. It takes a lot of money, a lot of work, a lot of effort, but you can do it without being a citizen and own it outright, okay? Again, not outright, but like your corporation that you own, owns it, all right? There's always ways to get around it. Now, yes, it's gonna be more expensive, but yeah, you can get it done. So let me see. That's it. I think, uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, I don't want to go. I really don't want to go because there's so many people. It's like every minute I have more and more viewers, but I got to get going. I actually have, uh, you know, an appointment after this. I'm going to go meet up with uh, with somebody. I got to meet up with, you know, some, uh, one of you guys, you know, a client. You know, we got to work on some things. And uh, I got to go do it. Christian is, you know, still painting her mural, doing her thing. Um, But we're definitely, uh, you know, we got to do this again. Um, You know, now, since I got most of you guys here on the channel, um, you know, you guys should check out. um, Oh, sorry, I was just reading a comment. I should do this twice a week. You know, I'm when I'm so, you know, might as well, since I got all of you guys here now before I go, might as well make a little bit of an announcement. So going forward, I am not going to be posting more videos on this channel. In fact, what I'm going to be doing is that... um, maybe you know starting okay so next month i got one more video on this channel and probably another live stream on this channel for next month that's it this month we're done um but starting january going forward almost no content on this channel the only thing is probably that i'm gonna have is probably gonna be doing the live streams i don't know how many times a month minimum one time a month but maybe twice a month on this channel but i'm done for this channel for the time being now I'm not done making content at all. In fact, if you go to my channel, you know, if you go to my website, okay, you guys can see I have multiple channels, okay? This is the Mexican channel you're watching me on, this this channel, we're gonna put a, a rest to that channel, okay? We're just gonna be making little content for that channel. But when it comes to my regular channel, again, you know, we're gonna be doing a little bit of content. <clears throat> this is the regular channel, the original channel I started. We're doing a little bit of content there too, but, Let's focus down here the cooking channel you guys know i have a live cooking channel i cook live i do live cooking live cooking demonstrations uh, you know teaching people how to cook you know having fun you know the same thing that we're doing right now but cooking so I'm going to start that up, OK, at the latest by January, hopefully by next month. But we, we have to work on a lot of things. I'm still rebuilding the studio, rebuilding the kitchen. But at the latest, latest by January, we're going to be streaming almost daily, probably Monday through Friday or something like that on the cooking channel. And then I got the podcast. If you want to listen to me talk about all kinds of crap, you know what I mean? listen to my podcast every Monday and Thursday, Monday and Thursday night. You can listen live or you can just go to your favorite podcasting app and listen to it there. All right. So this is my main focus next year going forward is going to be the cooking channel and the podcast. This channel, whether you're watching me on right now, I'm only going to be doing live streams, maybe one or two a year, you know, one or two a month. Okay. Something like that. Minimum one or two a month, but that's it nothing else on this channel, because I think that this channel's already run its course. How many things can I talk about many How many videos can I make about this area? How many questions can I ask, answer over and over again that I haven't already answered? In fact, most of the answers to most of the questions that I keep answering over again, I can do it in a live stream or I can do it, you know, you can just grab it here. You know what I mean? All the information is here, okay? So you can please you can just check out my website and on my website you know you can find out all again i got playlists you know playlists for cost of living medical information my favorite places to visit you know my favorite places to to eat drink have fun um you know um, everything from real estate to personal assistants to immigration lawyers to, to uh, dentist eye doctor you know where to find the best real estate everything it's all there It's all there, and on top of that, I got a whole channel dedicated to everything I do. So please check out the channel. You know, like I said, you know, you guys already know the channel. You guys are watching me on the channel and check out the videos. But yeah, guys, you know what I mean? Like I said, at the end of the day, um, I think that this channel in a sense is almost kind of like run its course. We're still gonna be making content for it. I think the most value that you guys are getting right now from this channel is from the live stream. So we're gonna continue doing those. And and that's it. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, if you guys enjoy hanging out with me, you guys enjoy the things that I do, you guys enjoy everything, uh, you know, that's Jose related, you already know what to do. You already know what to do. Um, You know, just follow me on my website. Just go to my website. Go to the other channels. And again, subscribe to the cooking channel and subscribe to the podcast. But... I would highly suggest subscribe to the cooking channel because if you guys like this stuff whether you're watching right now, right here, you'll love the cooking channel, all right? And, uh, you know, like I said, I've already done cooking. I haven't done it for over a year. But again, I'm a former chef. That's my bread and butter. I would rather be doing that than, and, than, you know, entering all these political or non-political or, you know what I mean, just getting all, you know what I'm saying. I'm done with that. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done, all right? That's it. All right, time to, I'm, I'm, I started YouTube, and I started doing all these things for fun, for freedom, to enjoy what I do, enjoy my life, and that's what I'm going to keep doing, all right? And you guys can come along for the ride. You guys are more than welcome, and uh, I think you guys will thoroughly enjoy it because, again, you guys have already shown me a lot of love when I was doing it earlier, so I know we're going we're gonna to have a lot of fun with that, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is, as a great man once said, you know, and uh, we're just going to move forward from that, so... Let me just answer a few more questions, and then we're gonna go from there. How do I get a hold of you for dispensary purposes? Again, you know, if you need any kind of help for with anything like that, all you gotta do is again reach out to me. You know how to reach out to me? Most likely, send me an email. And you know, there's a lot of ways to reach out to me, but email. Just send me an email, and I'll, I'll put you with the right person. All right, the right person will help you with your needs, whatever your needs are. All right. Um, and that's it. I think that's it. So. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We had a great time. Great time. Great episode today. Thank you for all the donations today. We had a bunch of donations coming in from all over the place. And, uh, yeah, it's awesome. So, all right, cool. I got to get going, though. I'm already running really, really late. We had a really long episode. We had a really l- awesome time today. Um, and I'm glad you guys made it. Thank you. Let's uh, Before we go, let's uh, look at the poll. I asked a question. What is your favorite kind of tortilla? 59% said corn, 34% said flour, and 7% said tortilla española. I was one of those guys, all right? So you already know what's up, guys. If you like this kind of content, don't forget to please like, please subscribe, please share, please hit that bell icon. But more importantly than anything else, at this point, go to my website, all right? All right we got the party out there. We already got the party started. So, anyways, before you know, that's probably one of you guys, all right. Anyways, anyways, up, uh, yeah, What was I saying? I said, like, yeah, but please, you know, most importantly than anything else today, go to the website, go to the channels, that are the cooking live, and in the in the podcast, and subscribe so that you never miss a beat. And you again, you can even uh, subscribe down below. Um, so again, no matter what happens, you'll always find me. Thank you guys, I appreciate you. I'll see you guys on the next one. Probably won't see you on this channel till next month. Uh, but I'll see you out there. Again, if you follow the podcast, I'll see you on Monday. Or Wednesday if you're on the other channel. Anyways, regardless, I'm out of here. Guys, thanks again. Love you. And I'll see you on the next one. All right? Let's let's uh, let's play that music. Let's uh, wind it out of here. Let's get out of here. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.